Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hafei? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh. Welcome to the hideout. Thursday night in the hideout with Hefe and Dubs. Be somebody tonight. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe, I don't give those numbers out for my health. I want people to use them. Yeah, call and be somebody. Also here with us, Matt Albert. Uh, third Mike and something. Um, <laughs> Tommy Bateman, our director. Chunks Corolla, executive producer of The Hideout. Uh, we have our two interns, the two stars. Mm-hmm. Manhole and Napier. Manhole will finally be able to earn his last opportunity to change his radio name. More details on that coming up. There's so many stories that we also want to get to tonight, J-Dubs. Uh, right here, we have the Chunks Fat Man Diary. We have Tommy's 20 we didn't get to on Tuesday. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we want to get to you. So uh, if you want to hop in now, early, it is a good time. Yeah, because we're going to be jam-packed. Uh, one of the, a few of the things that we want to get to, Hefe, um, we have uh, uh, the top 20 uh, cities where to lose your uh, identity at, and Orlando is one of them. Yep. And uh, well, I wanted to start, though, Dubs, with mm-hmm. something that I found um, on MSN, and I sent it over to you. And you just gave me a big LOL. L-A-R-L-M-A-O or whatever it is. Uh, that is Crackheads Gone Wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're late on this. I feel like we are if Joe Scarborough's already gotten to it. I haven't heard of it yet. This is the first, uh, and I went to the website, too, and uh, it, they haven't really sold a whole hell of a lot of them yet. So I think uh, maybe Scarborough was just right on top of it. I haven't heard anybody else talk about this other than Scarborough. So uh, let me play a little bit of the audio. This is from, I don't know if it's the Scarborough Report or... Country, I think. Scarborough Country. Ugh. Um, but uh, check this out. This should be fun. DVDs like Bum Fights have become very popular in recent years. They- now, first of all, for Bum Fights... Dodge- I own it. I love it. Bum Fights is one of the funniest videos out there. That is essentially... Explain what Bum Fights is. Basically, they go around uh, finding different bums, uh, paying them to fight each other. There's a lot of just regular kids fighting on it, and they have uh, a couple bums that they uh, kind of focus on. Rufus the Stunt Bum, who he'll do basically anything they ask him to, and he has a running mate that they will have fight each other. Uh, also, they have uh, uh, a, a bum pull his own tooth out. That was in Vegas, dentistry. wasn't yeah. it? 
Uh, wasn't and wasn't it for like some liquor or something or twenty bucks? I'm sure. I'm sure it couldn't have been more than twenty bucks or some liquor. You know, just uh, enough to make him you know happy to be doing anything. Oh, and you're leaving out the bum hunter. Oh yeah, bum hunter who uh, would go around uh, to bums who are sleeping, tie them up with uh, zip ties. And uh, Watch inspect them, them. Yeah, inspect them, say, you know, like, uh, get their wingspan and all that kind of stuff. And then he would write a number on them and mark them and let them back out in the wild. Just essentially like the, uh, what was the one guy? Crocodile from, Hunter. Yeah, the Crocodile yeah. Hunter. Featured homeless alcoholics bribed with booze, performing stunts that included having their teeth yanked out with pliers. Now, that morbid movie, that racked in five million in sales worldwide. But bump fights is just part of a bigger trend in raw reality street footage, with the newest production being a disturbing peek at the lives of crack addicts. It's called Crackheads Gone Wild, and it shows people committing strange <laughs> acts, having sex, and living and dying for crack in Atlanta. And it's already sold more than 65,000 copies and brought in almost a quarter of a million dollars. Hey, can we get somebody on to see if any of this has been posted on YouTube? Like some of the actual video, some because uh, they put a little bit of the video on the uh, on MSN, but not a lot of it. I'm sure though, we have to be a lot of beeping. I'm sure. But uh, this is uh, some of the clip from the Scarborough Country. Crackheads have never some been known to be clean. Right. So graphic, we can't even show it to you here. But take a look. So go buy it. <laughs> and what we can show. Hey, hey. All right, let me describe this to you. <laughs> this is a little, uh, almost, I say, um, near midget uh, black guy mm-hmm. in a, gr- a blue hoodie who I don't think his arms work because they're just kind of flailing around. I, I, I thought it actually it was a uh, hidden camera in the Heat's locker room after they won the championship. Might be that one. <laughs> His hands aren't working. That's almost you got to see the video. You could go to MSN to see it. Uh, oh my God! It's not even. Lean back is <laughs> lean back is whenever you're dancing yeah. and then you kind of lean go back. back. Yeah. yeah, that song. And so he's doing that, the Fat Joe thing. Mm-hmm. With his uh, hands just kind of flailing around, like his, laying there limp. I'll call him his flippers. Alright, hold on a second. Now on that one, it's kind of an older gentleman in a sleeveless shirt. Of course. Dancing on the street corner. Where's this taking place at Atlanta? I believe it's Atlanta. And and he's dancing, then he gets kinda gets down on one knee <laughs> and then starts pantomiming smoke and crack. Ah. Uh, and that's what they're talking about. When usually like, he usually goes to that position to uh, do the thing he buys the crack with. Right. Yeah, lean back on him. Leave me a bit. <laughs> This is the one I was just describing. You know what? This doesn't sound like a, a terribly bad video. It more sounds like a, a, a PSP commercial. Oh, 
Squirrel, please. Squirrel, please. Bust it out. Bam. Bam. Get that thing. Get that thing, folks. Get short. Oh, bam. Oh, you ain't see him hit the hooter. Show him how to hit the hooter. Crack it. It's going wild. It's going wild. Hey. Hey. Real life. Real thorn, man. Crack it. It's going wild. Go and bust him out for another day. Bam. 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 Oh, bam. Hey. So, and some of the crackheads are so well recognized in Atlanta that they're actually selling autographs in the street. <laughs> the producers say them. they want to show Americans the gravity of the gra- crack epidemic. Did he say, like say black? All right, hold on, let me rewind it. Yeah, he stumbles <laughs> over crack a couple of times. I did notice that Scarborough does. Street. The producers say they want to show Americans the gravity of the crack epidemic. But to many, it looks like they're abusing addicts for a quick buck. Gerard Donovan is the co-executive producer of Crackheads Gone Wild. (laughs) Dr. Karen Stark is a psychologist. Gerard, uh, let me start by asking how you got people to participate in this video. Did you pay them? Um, Basically, the, the guys were only paid for their release for the film so that we could use their likeness on the film. That's the only time they were paid. And um, you claim that you did this to raise awareness of the crack epidemic, but... you got to go see this video of this guy jumping around in his... Um, flippers in flying? His, yeah, his flippers flying about in his uh, hoodie. I think most Americans watching this would say, you guys just did it to exploit these people to make a quick buck. No, you, you see some of the humorous, you know, antidotes that are, you know, laced in, within the film. But if you go to the website and actually get the film, you'll see that they're basically telling a story. We're doing nothing but telling a story, and it's real. A lot of times you see people that are, they, they see the, you know, addicts on the street, and they walk by them, and they, they, they clutch their purses or whatever. But these, these are real people, and they, they have problems. And it's a real story. That... It seems to me like they're having a good time. It don't, I don't know if I necessarily see problems because they're dancing. Oh, check them out in two hours. You'll see them having some problems trying to find another rock. Yes. Dr. Stark, Dr. it's hard to feel sorry for these crackheads <laughs> on the street, these crack addicts. But the at the whole, same the time, this, is, is, this uh, is disturbing, isn't it? It's very disturbing, unconscionable, yeah. and really um, takes advantage. It's laughing at their expense. You're talking about people who are in an altered state. Would somebody do um, a video of psychotics gone wild? There's nothing funny about it. There are people who are vulnerable, and they really can't defend themselves. Even getting a release makes no sense in this situation. Would, would, would you agree with Gerard that this film at least does show how bad the crack epidemic is in Atlanta and other places? Well, I'm not sure because it really it's making fun of it. It's sort of like Girls Gone Wild. I don't think that this is a good depiction. Uh-huh. You want a documentary, then you show what their lives are like, not uh, them oh, I, did, I, disagree, I disagree, and I think you should go to the website, um, medsickdvd.com, and, and pick, up the, pick up the movie because... Uh, he's pushing it hard. Yeah, he's dropping it as much as he and, can. You know, on the news, they're going to pick the the craziest parts of these uh, videos. And then, uh... I seriously doubt Crackheads Gone Wild is an in-depth documentary on the plight of crackheads oh, in Atlanta. Not in-depth, but it's definitely going to make you think. He's obviously exploiting. I think you can do both. That's only a few minutes. That's only a few minutes showing a few minutes of humorous. Yeah, what, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do? Autistic, basically, we're, basically, autism's yeah. gone wild. Yes, yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> Did, didn't we see Give that? Give him ideas. Didn't Go we ahead. see that where he scored twenty points in three minutes? <laughs>
But I think you, you need to go and watch the film. You need to go and watch the film and see how these addicts, the how these addicts. Yes, you do. People are being taken advantage of. Oh no, they're not that being taken advantage of. That someone is not in their right frame of mind. You don't give them five dollars and expect that you're going to get any kind of real. Well, let me ask you this, Gerard. If this is if this is a movie is about helping crack addicts, are you giving a substantial portion of the profits? Two crack addicts, no, are to, to, to missions that are trying to help these people get off the streets. Yeah, the movie is just now coming available in a wholesale form. It's only available at the website right now. But once it goes to wholesale, yeah, we are going to donate to a uh, charitable, you know, cause. But the movie, like right, I said, well, the, let me let, let, <laughs> let me help you out there because the Atlanta Union Mission is a not-for-profit organization, and it provides food and shelter and residential recovery programs for addicts and the homeless. Their phone number is four. Nah, we don't need that. <laughs> There's no reason for that. Bill in the 863. Yeah, I think I heard that woman say something about the potential for a psychotic gone wild. Yeah, autistic. No, she said she said psychotics too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be a riot if they had video inside of like an insane asylum of these people. What? Exactly, and that, and she's saying that would be a bad thing. Listen, you can't exploit people for their weaknesses. Why? It, it happens every day, especially when they're not making any money off of it. It's not like they're saying... They signed the paper, giving away their because license, Because right? they're on crack. They're not in any sort of uh, legal... I'll, I'll give you this. If the man gave him crack and said, hey, uh, sign this, after he gave him crack, but they're going out and getting crack on their own. From, it's my understanding that whenever you sign something in an altered state, it won't hold up in court. That if you're high on crack... You're not, you like you can't make decisions as far as like uh, when it goes to like being in a hospital or something. You can be tried for But anything. I don't think like legally anything that you sign can hold up if you're in an altered state. They live so, in an Lord, altered state. I guess you guys have only made a quarter. It's Georgia. Of a million on it so far. And I would love to have a follow-up story on that. Gerard, sure. thank you for being with us. Dr. Karen Stark, thank you also for being with us. Um, I don't understand why you're such a big fan of these things, Doves. They're very funny. And even if they do make you laugh, they do make you uh, think and see these people as real people instead of an annoyance on the side of the street, which most liberal left-wing people would uh, like to think. We never think of them as an annoyance. No, you guys, you guys would like you guys exploit them more than anybody else. Listen, the I left wing will will take these things and uh, use them for Whoa, you know, sorry, political push. Sorry, Big Papa O'Reilly. Shame on you. Uh, what a bunch of bull. I respect them by not looking them in the eye when I'm walking down the street. And looking at my shoes. And just shaking your head when they come up to you and uh, ask for a quarter. I always give them money. No, you don't. Always. I've never seen you. I have always given money. When? In D.C. <laughs> you wouldn't have seen it here, and you were never with me. But, yeah. Bobo in the 321. Hey, I was just uh, wanting to mention the fact about taking advantage of people and their, uh, their weakness. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because then you're going to be just like Ken Lay. Um, yeah, you're no better than Ken Lay, the Enron guy. Going around, taking advantage. You may as well be a cult leader. You may as well be, I don't know, just some awful human... Awful human beings are the ones who... Have you ever watched the commercial? Who cap... They take, uh, take advantage of people's weaknesses all the time. Who capitalize on people who are downtrodden, especially to the point where they're probably... They, they appear to be homeless. The same with this bump fights. The same with this, um, uh, whatever this is. The crackhead's gone wild. 
It's filthy human beings who take advantage of this stuff. So no Chunks Fat Man Diary tonight, then? It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout. Thursday night, hour one. What do you think? Crackhead's gone wild. Is it over the line? 407-916-1041. want to thank our newest remote producer, Deman. I believe out of Tampa. Yeah, he uh, came up here this last week and uh, hung out with us. He's a the one. Who, well, never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but he uh, forwarded a whole bunch of the clips from YouTube of Crackheads Gone Wild. I got chunks back in the backs pre-screening them. Yeah, I'm watching one of them right now on my screen. And um, decide from there, you know, what we can play on the air and what we can't. Bill in the 863, what do you got? Yeah, I don't think it's a whole lot different than uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, where people are getting hit in the groin is by kids swinging at pinatas or tripping downstairs, and only one percent of them people actually win anything. The difference so is is that the difference is they're sitting in their home videos and they can screen out what they want to look exploited by, and it's not even that it's necessarily exploiting; it's falling off a trampoline or something. They send in their own stuff. Yeah, but they these can be are, drunk and everything during it. These are crackheads in an altered state on the street corner, dancing around looking like morons because they they're probably high. They know there's a camera Again, Have though, you ever been high? No. It's fun. <laughs> that's my point. That's no kind of a point. I think I went over well with that one. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean anything. I'm, all I'm saying is they're having a good time. People watching are having a good time. I don't see why you should come in and... uh Try to change that. I changed my vote. I agree with Dubs. Yeah, me Thank too. you. Listen, whenever I... Yeah, because you made such a stellar argument. Mm-hmm. Whenever I watched bum fights for the first time, I was incredibly disturbed by it. Why? They, were, uh, they weren't on any drugs. Again, you're taking advantage of the disadvantaged. That's what this country's all about. Not to that extent. Not of course the, it is. Not to the extent of giving a bum 20 bucks to pull his teeth out. Like you said before with all these uh, reality shows, they aren't giving these people anything. These people are doing this all to get on TV, and then they end up working back at a Chili's. But it, you're not making them humiliate themselves. They're doing tasks. Yes, you are. They're doing tasks. And humiliating themselves. That's what they're doing here. They're, uh, they're doing tasks. No, they're dancing on the street corner, pantomiming, getting high. That's and? what they're doing. Hank in the 321. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, bud. Hey, is it wrong for me to be taking advantage of, like, my drunk friends who crash at my house and I, like, film pranks of, of me doing pranks at them? Look, here's the difference. A, it's your buddy. <laughs> so you have some sort of, no, no, legitimately, it's your buddy, you have a bond with them. It's different if it's, like, us in here. Because there's a bond, there's a relationship. There's been a bond with Manhole yet, and we've made him do stuff. On his own accord. He drank that vomit himself. He's the one who came up with the idea. These uh, these people don't have to do anything. They, they don't want to. I, I'm sure there's not a so, gun to their head right so now. You're, so somehow in your mind, there's no difference at all between screwing around with a stranger on the street and with your buddies. No. The, there's no difference at all. Not when you're putting it like this, then when you're you, saying it's an altered state of mind. If you're screwing with your friends when they're drunk and they wouldn't normally do it when they aren't, you are doing the same exact thing. Then you have no respect for human beings. You have no respect for individuals. No, you have no respect for your friends. I have the equal respect for my friends that I do with other people. Which is not. Just admit, you have no respect for people. I have respect for people. 
You can't put those words in my mouth. You just said it. You just said respect, I, which is none. No, I said I had the same respect. Which is none. No, I didn't say that. You said that. Pull the tape. Go ahead. Pull the tape. I didn't say I had none for either people. Our crack staff. I said the It'll same. Take years. It'll take years to get tape. Sheriff Day in the 407. Yo, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, I think this is uh, this crackhead's gone wild is uh, a great anti-drug service for the community, much better than uh, the D.A.R.E. system we have here in Florida or any of the other stuff I went through as a uh, kid in elementary school. Actually, it seems like a pretty good commercial. Yeah, Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, they're hanging out, just dancing on the street corner. It doesn't matter. They don't have anything going on in their life. So you want to take away this, too. Whoa. You want to take away everything. And they even, oh my god, they even have video of some chick in a park getting banged for crack money. I had to watch that three times because I thought it was a guy with a baseball cap. I didn't know what are they doing. (laughs) Oh, see, Miami Slim. She's kind of a looker, though. I'm sure she is. You've seen uh, that, uh, what's that, uh, Crack Whore Confessionals? That was a great whips. Yeah, we we debuted that one on the hideout, and I even had a conscience during that one. Did you play the pregnant one? Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I just it really bothers me the lack of respect for humanity. Well, anything anything for a buck. Here's the thing. If if you are a person who works with these people all the time and and is out there helping them, but if you're just some schlub who thinks it's wrong, but don't don't do anything to to uh, help them or anything, you are just as bad as anybody making this tape. No, that's such a stupid no, moronic not. argument. Why? If you if you turn your nose up at him as you walk by him, it is just as damaging as who's they... who's saying who's uh turning their nose up? I've seen you. No, you haven't seen You're me turn your head. my nose up. Turn up your iPod. I've got this. I've got money. I can uh, ignore you. Yeah, and I also felt guilty about it and went and tried to track down the guy to give him money, too. That's a story we told in D.C. I do what I can. I talk about it from my booth in the burbs. <laughs> that's how you help out. You sit in the burbs, say, hey, that's wrong. I mobilize my friends to uh, talk about it at Starbucks. I do what I can. How can we use this in our advantage? But I have a exactly heart. Exactly the same thing these people do. And these people I'm not are gonna living, support this living stuff. in the area. No, there's a difference because I'm not going to support it. Look at them dropping drawer. Jesus. Is that one performing treats? I'm sure. People like to party. Dude, this is so disturbing. I don't know, I just, I don't know, it makes me lose faith in humanity. The way we'll just go around and make a buck off the downtrodden. Have you ever hung out with a crackhead? You want to lose uh, faith in humanity, just hang out with one. I'm, I know you did, didn't yes, you? Yes, I had to drive one around. <laughs> well, I guess you missed out. You're not as smart as you think you are. You didn't film it. I wish I would have. This guy was nuts. What did he do? He would, he would uh, just, like, anything to go get high. Anything he could do to go get high. Uh, he would uh, break any law, do anything, so he can get some drugs. All right, Deleted O says, they find this guy on the street and he agrees to film him by being homeless. I guess this is someone on HBO. They gave him $100,000. 
in a trash can, follow him around, see what he does with it. He blows it all in six months. Man, I wish they would pull that trick with me. I'd show them. <laughs> well, he invested it wisely, and now he doesn't have to work for a few years. And I'm years. not going to lie to you, part it was of... the stock market. That's how he lost it. I also am... It's very disturbing because it's also a... And I'm playing the race card. It's a black guy taking advantage of other black guys. And that also bums me out a little bit, too. Look at Africa. It happens everywhere. The okay, past it. so then it's right. Yes. At least it's us taking advantage of us. It's not white people getting rich off of us. No, that's here, just here. as bad. That's, that's even worse. You would expect a little, uh, you know, hope and help from your own people. For us, by us. Exactly. Oppression. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is now. Just adding at the end the big O, oppression. We'll just do it to ourselves. Oh, man, it's sad. But, you know, Dubs and his, you know... I'll get high, I'll watch everything, everything's funny, nothing, you it's know. It's a hoop. Nothing Travis limits. Ma- Travis soulless. from the 407. Yeah, just see, that's what it is, it's soulless. Go ahead, Travis. Hey, man, I just think this is the greatest thing ever, ever invented. What, crackheads I mean, gone wild? Yeah, because I'll tell you what. It's just like this, man. People around the United States, they, what they do is, is they exploit weaknesses and make money off of it every day. And this crackhead going wild is way better than Dare. I agree with the other guy because what this does, when you see a crackhead, I don't care what anybody says, you try to run from them people. Every time you go downtown, you go to a bar drinking, you do not want to give them Just because you don't and agree with them. He's not saying anything. He's mumbling. Commando on the 407. Ned Calder. Go ahead, Commando. Oh, uh, yeah. The next great thing needs to be pedophiles gone wild. I already did that on To Catch a Predator. Yeah. Dateline already cornered the market on that one. But they should have let him go a little further. Hmm. Like, in trap. Right when he gets the kid in the corner, then they bust him. Pimp Rob says if it was a white guy doing this, it would have been shut down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Racial, man, racial. Yeah. (laughs) Once again, you not being able to make money. Uh, you and your people. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's... kept down. That's why it's disturbing to me that it's a black guy taking advantage of this. Maybe I gotta watch the film. I seriously doubt there's. I just watched the four and a half minute trailer. Mm-hmm. I seriously doubt there's any any redeeming value. Chunks, you want to talk about? You watched it in the back with the audio. How many and chuckles? Hey, Evil Eye says, "What's up next? Date rapes on tapes." Some of it, I got to say, is kind of funny, but unfortunately for our purposes, it's mostly visual. A lot of them is just like dancing, and all you hear is. <laughs> Like breathing heavy, <laughs> and uh, all the other ones is oh, way silly crackheads are heavy breathing. <laughs> That's what they said. It, it's basically like watching people flip out, and the guy with the camera going, "Crackheads gone wild! Crackheads gone wild! Bleep 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 bleep!" And then the I can't understand a lot of what's going on, but I think in one of them there's like a little kid hopping up and down, and you hear like a little girl's voice in the background going, "What's this?" And he goes. Use it for weed. Use it for weed. Use it for weed. Use it for weed. And then the rest of the four minutes is just do that dance. 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 And the kids just hopping up. He's just going. So again, this guy, where was the redeeming value in this? It shows you the life of a crackhead. Oh, so yeah, because you were so close to doing crack, and the rest of you guys were watching are so close to doing crack. 
No. That's what it is. And so this but, but it, it humanizes this, them. This is what's going to keep you off. Of, it no, humanizes. No, it doesn't humanize them. It makes them into dancing clowns. That's what it does. It doesn't make them human. You're not, it it, you it shows you what the drug does to you and the, the you way still go. You don't feel any more personal connection to them because you watch them dance on a street corner? Yes, you do. Hey, on bump fights when they uh, when they brought that guy around, you got to see him go from happy to sad. You got to see his whole... That's bump fights. I don't even know what this is. And bump fights was horrid, too. It, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Alright, so hideout real radio 1041. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Tickle planets. No. Who? Domino. Sweet potato pie. Um talking about this crackhead's gone wild. Alright, anti Matt says, dude, he didn't put that glass pipe in their mouth. Yeah, he didn't, but he's no better than the crack dealer. He's still exploiting them for his own uh, for his own advantage. What about girls gone wild? Those girls are drunk girls that he gets to take their top off for a t-shirt. It's, is it because it's uh, white people getting taken advantage of there that it doesn't matter? An interesting side note about a girls gone wild. I think that they send two gay guys out to get the footage of the girls. Oh, really? Yeah, so it makes it less huh. threatening. To be perfectly honest with you, um, as a feminist, I'm actually disturbed by that, but whatever. But you didn't bring that up when that came out. No, because I think they were a sponsor and giving us stuff. Ah, uh, not anymore. So, tack. And then Anthony goes, well, that ain't his problem. I'm like, it's all our problem. No, it ain't. All right, crackheads running around aren't any of our problem. You're right. My bad. You got to figure it out. Lesich in the 407. Hey, um, so I um, haven't seen this yet, but are these people getting like any kind of money to do ridiculous stuff? Uh, he says like, he, he gives them money for likeness rights. Okay, so then they're not really being exploited then. Doing menial tasks and getting paid well to do like something that no, anyone else could do for free. No, they're not getting paid well. I'm sure they're, they're getting, getting paid to do nothing. They're getting I'm sure they're getting paid twenty bucks to be made a fool. And that's more than some people get paid to be made a fool. So they should be lucky they're getting twenty bucks. Okay, you're right. By that rationale, let's just continue to go around. Maybe we'll find a nice homeless person. Uh, put uh, maybe a nice Vietnam vet who's rolling around in his wheelchair, videotape it, put a broomstick in his spokes. Are you writing then, this down And Matt? then give him a 10 and say, hey, it was worth it, right? Now, J-Dubs did that to a girl in middle school, I believe. Yes, uh, some girl rolling around. I forget who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Matt said before the break, soulless. So you mean to tell me these guys are actually getting paid to do humiliating and crazy stuff? Turn your mic off. You didn't hear anything. <laughs> Woody in the 813. Hey, guys. Um, you know what they should do? Instead of, of just t- totally worthless stuff, they should get crackheads on trivia. Have you seen this program called the World Championship of Pop Culture? Yes! Greatest show ever! I actually have not seen that. What is it? Oh, it's a bizarre... It's, a, it's, a, it's like a trivia contest where they get three-man teams and they ask them the most just out there questions like uh here's an example like name the band by these initials right so if i said elo electric light orchestra mm-hmm. well right? you didn't give me a chance to answer mr blue sky you, you ready <laughs> you ready ready how about ub4 40 i don't know ub40 all right yeah actually it's a reggae band from england called unemployment benefits 40 how about uh all right i don't want to sit here and play uh Thank you. Trivia. I, however, do. 
Yeah, play with Tommy back in the back. Ryan in the 352. Ryan. Hello. Go ahead, Go. Ryan. Hey, man, I just heard you uh, down in the uh, bum fights, but I remember a few weeks ago you were saying that the uh, bum hunter was one of the favorite things, you know, about Hefe. That was dubs. No, you said you enjoyed Bum Hunter too. I did not enjoy Bum Hunter, and I was horrified that, the first you said time that I was saw the it. Best part about the video? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. You said how much you loved it. You said it, and that you wish you would put out some more videos. All right, whatever. You would buy it for fifty dollars. You know, it's just moments like these that I lose all faith. What? There's no faith left. There's no hope. And what? They got it right over there, and uh. Israel and Lebanon just blow each other up. Maybe we can go film that, the uh, carnage of young children blown to pieces as they try to crawl toward a hospital. I'm sure that to you would have some sort of redeeming value. Writing that down, Matt? I don't have a camera, though. <laughs> Damn it. Take a hell of a plane ticket. <laughs> you're, you talking, you're talking budget here that we just don't have. Yeah. You get a lot of footage. Can we do it in Canada? Mm-hmm. It's lower rates over there. Michael Jackson. Yes, I would just like to say that terrible, terrible people taking advantage of other people like that. Ernest, did you say something about kids? Oh my God! He Cut tried. That bitch off. Next call. He tried. <laughs> what is Michael Jackson Southern? <laughs> He's from Indiana, isn't he? <sighs> Gary, I think. All right, well, I mean, I saw this, and I knew you'd like it. Mm-hmm. So, I've already put an order in. I know you're trying to get the guy on the show. Yeah. I, t- I called them uh, to see if they could uh, do an interview with us tonight, and uh, I called the main uh, number, and the lady that answered the phone, I think, was a crackhead. Like, she was loud. She was incoherent. <laughs> she was his mom. So at least they're employing these people and giving them real jobs. Um, yeah, answering phones. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I mean, it's I guess... It's better than sitting on the side of the street. Yeah, well, that's, if you were let me finish my statement, that's what I was going to say. I guess it is better than dancing on a street corner. So, great. Are you saying answering phones is a terrible job, Chunks? No, I'm saying our <laughs> phone screeners do a terrible job. Ah. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Wrap it up, hour one, Thursday night. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. We made it, Dubs. Orlando cracked the top 20 for cities to have your identity stolen. That kind of makes sense, though. I honestly thought we'd be higher. I thought we'd be top 10, so I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, because of... Uh... So many people rolling through Orlando. Uh, I yeah, mainly that just mm-hmm. because of the amount of tourism. Like I would figure that Vegas would be number one. Yeah, Vegas is uh, a little lower on the list. It's uh, number eight. Have you ever had your identity stolen? No, but I, I've actually been a little nervous about it lately. I've gotten like credit card statements that kind of are a little open on the side. Oh, really? Yeah, and, I, and it, like, it's happened three times, and it's been kind of, like, you know, hooking me. Um, it just seems like it'd be so easy. Like, what does it take to get your identity stolen? Mother's maiden name, uh, social security number, 
Um, basically, that's it. Really? Full, full legal name. That's all? Probably. You can get a lot of stuff done with just that. Birthday, of course. Oh, man. Apply for something, and usually that's about the length they'll go with it. Do you ever feel, feel leery about applying for things? Um, I, I'll i go through the process, and if it doesn't seem, you know, you know, like, uh, thorough enough, I won't do it. Like, uh, sometimes they'll ask, like, uh, my four last addresses that I lived at, and that's something that I even have to go dig up and everything, so I imagine that. That it's legit? Yeah. Uh, Orlando, 20, Charlotte, 19, Austin, 18, Minneapolis, 17, Chicago, 16, L.A., 15. Riverside? Suburb of L.A., I thought. Oh. Or at least right around there in that neighborhood. Um, Dallas, Washington, Portland, Phoenix, Sacramento, Vegas at 8, Salt Lake City at 7. Hmm. Mormons. Yeah, it seems like they'd be a little more moral over there. Atlanta 6, home of crackheads gone wild. Whoop, whoop. San Diego 5, <laughs> Houston, uh, no, I'm sorry, um, San Jose 4, Denver 3, Seattle 2, and shocking, San Francisco number 1. It, it seems like California is not the place to be for this thing. I mean, you got uh, San Diego, San Jose, San Francisco, or anything with a San in it, actually. Right, do people still try the gimmick of coming up behind you and um, like trying to get your pin, your pin uh, number whenever you're doing a, an ATM or anything? I found it really odd today. I went shopping, and the lady in front of me was using her debit card, and she actually said the numbers as she was pointing <laughs> them in. I'm like, "What are you doing, lady? Like a five year old? I'm sure she didn't have a whole lot of money in there anyway." I hear that like one thing some people do is they they put plastic over the pin pad so then they have the numbers you pressed. Uh yeah, I I've, I've heard of uh people doing that where like they get the finger marks from the last person there. Wow. But then then you have to figure out because there's usually four of them, then you have to figure out which order is in. It just seems like that's just way too much work. Mm-hmm. Like if you just got a legit job, you'd be all right. You oh know, yeah, if definitely. You're gonna, if you're putting that much work into stealing identities, it, it, yeah. If you if you can put that much work forth to do that, you'd think you'd be able to be successful in something else. Hours you, are better though. True. You work on your own uh, watch. Why don't you pick that up as your second job, Tommy? Identity theft. Don't worry about it. How do you spell your last name? Hmm. You've never kind of wanted to be an outlaw for the excitement. I've always thought about being an outlaw and how just, like, cool it would be to not care about the rules. Mm-hmm. You know? Do something crazy, like steal some donuts at a 7-Eleven or something. <laughs> That's crazy. For me. I couldn't okay, imagine... Let's go do it after the show. No. Me and you. I'm too afraid. I'm the one that get bu- that would get busted. Because I'd be pointing at you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, eh, some stuff something. <laughs> like it's heads up 7-Up. <laughs> like it's him. <laughs> Here's some good news, Dubs. What's up? Um, Fox crew shot at in Israel. That's not good news. It is as far There's as still I'm... people. It is as far as I'm concerned. Hardly. Technically. I don't even think that their blood is red. <laughs> it's red, white, and blue. Beat me to it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Shame on you. I guess after revealing detailed information about the movement of Israeli mm. troops, Fox News crew has been 
had been shot at on live television. I got the video. You want me to play yeah, it? Yeah, play the video. All right, hold on a second. Thank you to EJ from the U, remote producer. for. Oh, it's eight minutes long. Oh. 20 minutes. Never mind, EJ. You suck. Let's see if it's right at the beginning. If not, we'll just shut it off. I already oh. shut it down. Okay. I'll go through and listen to it during the break. Cool. I'll see if I can scan through there. Have and, you watched any of the coverage today? Yeah, actually, I watched a lot of it. What do you think about what's going on beginning of World War III? Uh, it looks like it. I'm just happy. I'm happy it's finally happening. I feel relief. And I, I hope everybody just wipes themselves off the map. It does seem like we've been tiptoeing around it. Mm-hmm. it I, it's been something for like the last three or four years where when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Now, let me ask you. What did it all start over? Was it the two Israeli soldiers kidnapped? Is that what yeah. all this hubbub started over? Yeah, I got. It seems like the straw that broke the camel's back, though. And I don't mean that as a thing over in the right, Middle that East. That was obviously <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> I know you call them sand ends. No, I do not. <laughs> Negotiate. I rarely do that. <laughs> In front of you. Sand players. <laughs> sand, <laughs> sand squirrel. Sand squirrel, please. But, yeah, it just does seem like it was a little excessive for the kidnapping of two soldiers. Mm-hmm. I mean, our soldiers get kidnapped, and we're just kind of like, hey, you're out there on your own. We'll try to look for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Signed we'll, up for it. Yeah, you know what you're getting into. Well, we hope to get you out, but no promises. We don't negotiate with terrorists. And I guess... I guess they aren't either. They're no. just going at them. Now, why the attacking of Lebanon? Is that because Hezbollah... It's based there. ...out of the southern tip of Lebanon, and Lebanon, the government says, hey, we got no control. It's pretty much rogue down there. We don't have any say in what goes on. Yeah, it's... So, and because it's kind of like it seems because like... Because they have no control, they're going in there and taking control kind of thing? Yeah, so it's like, all right, you're the bad parent. And we're going to put you in jail because you can't control your kids, but we're just going to leave the kids out on the street? I think they're killing the kids. Huh? I know, but... Like, well, the, you know, the proverbial kids, oh, okay. not the actual kids. <laughs> Why are they bombing, like, Beirut? Because that's not in the southern tip, is it? I don't it's think... There. They're bombing airports, so Does it make other sense? countries we did can't it, help them. Did it once before? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Uh, they're bombing the airports so other countries can't come in, like Syria and ah, all those other countries can't come so in. So people can't, yeah. So they can't get aid. Not another six-day war type of thing. Ah... Man, oh man, Matt, you kind of keep up with this as far as like history and all this kind of stuff goes. What do you think? I just, I just wanted to get over with. I just want Israel See, to take I, out I, whoever it is because I've been waiting for this basically for five years. It's about time just to get it out. Kill, exactly. Let everyone just die. Kill her, get her done. Yeah. I mean, the, the the tension has been so tight over there for a while. It's like. The whole day, you know you have a fight at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the whole day, you're just thinking, all right, I know. Well, I'm at, fir- at, yeah, at first, you're scared, uh, you know, you're scared out of your mind. But as it leads up, you're like, come on, I wish it was just 3. Uh, you know what I did? I'd call my dad at noon. I'm sick. <laughs> I got to go home. My shoulder hurts. Yeah. Then, then, you, then you're sitting at home all night thinking, oh, God, I got to go back there tomorrow. No, I have the flu. I'm going to let it blow over for two weeks. I'm not fighting after school. I remember this one time. Uh, this kid, Jonathan, I don't remember his last name, mm-hmm. Jonathan, another guy, and they just got into a fight out behind the gym, and it lasted all of, I don't know, three minutes, someone got a bloody nose, and then it was over, and we all just walked away. But like Doesn't an animal, suck. but like, yeah, but like an animal, we all stand around and watch the fight of after course. school. It's uh, some excitement. Jeff in the 407, what do you got? 
Jeff. Yeah, it is Jeff. Hey, what's up, bro? You guys are, ta- you guys are talking about the uh, the slang terminology for the Arabs. I've been in the military for the past couple of years, and I'm fixing to go back to my second deployment. We call them poon jabs. Why? Uh, no idea. It's just a name that came up when I first got there, so we keep we I, call them poon jabs. Now, isn't that the thing too? Like, uh, thanks, bro. Like the like poon job or whatever. That's like the guy who. Like the name, the stereotypical name for an Indian person mm-hmm. who will work at a Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. So it's not even like it's you know Middle East. It's a completely different you know. It just kind of fits. They're that color, All, I guess. Not, yeah. not even really. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit different. It's true. Yeah. It just you notice how it gets progressively darker. Like you start on Lebanon and you know <laughs> Israel, and then you make your way over Iraq, then you get to Iran, then. Pakistan, it's like right there. It all kind of just changes, you know, just like this whole weird darker brown, and then works his way over into India, and then somehow in China, light again. Just I like to go through the shades of the glow. It's like a bad color palette as far as uh, people go. It's the Hideout Real Radio one hundred four point one. Just all gluttonous. <laughs> um, get it? Now, Tommy, we didn't get a chance to get to this on Tuesday. But this has become a favorite thing as far as the hair ticks go and uh, banter on RealRadio.fm. No, they're like messing with the list. It's now for Tommy's 20, Tommy's Top 20 list. Tommy's Top List. It's time and what he likes in a list. And it's now. All right, can we for two seconds play the manhole challenge when I just want to see the difference? Manhole or intern, who's going to be fighting for the right to change his radio name later on this evening? And now, <laughs> manhole rename challenge. I don't want him using my voice guy anymore. <laughs> All right, play the Tommy one again. Oh, boy. Can you play? Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And it's now. Sounds different. To me. I that guess. one's better. You can see this under the what's new portion of, uh, you know, I don't even want to look yet. I want to hear him from you. Yeah. Right, I haven't Tom- looked at him yet. All right, Tommy, give me your top 20 list. This week it is TV shows. Oh, nice. All right. Number 20. Uh, you guys aren't going to believe it, but it's a show that I happened to enjoy when it was uh, on the air and oh, okay. on reruns on Spike TV. Baywatch! Starring... I don't believe it! <laughs> Thank you, C-Lane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> starring David Hasselhoff and uh, Pamela Anderson and uh, Nicole Eggert. You know, I'm, it's definitely not a top 20 worthy show. Why is it on Spike TV reruns but, then? But it is a show that everybody watched. It's a great show. I gotta say that I'm not a real big fan. I've never actually seen an entire episode of Baywatch. You need to watch Baywatch uh, After Dark. No, EJ from the U and Auntie Matt. Not Baywatch Nights, just Baywatch. Yeah, Baywatch not Nights. Not the spinoff. Okay. Don't be silly, guys. Number so, number twenty, Pacific Blue. Oh, yeah, sure. Start with this again. <laughs> yeah. The Richard Bay Show. Is that what you're talking about? I have no idea what you're speaking of, sir. Uh, number 19 is a show that I'm sure no one has seen, but it's actually a very good show on VH1 called Can't Get a Date. It's where they take these people that haven't had dates in years, chunks, and uh, they go through their house and their life and figure out what is wrong and why they can't get a date. And by the end of it, everyone has had a date. What station is this on? VH1. Is it on now? 
Uh, yeah, it should be. Mm. It's like the only time I've ever seen is like Sunday nights at like two thirty in the morning. See, I I've fallen off the whole uh, music network type shows like the uh, MTV and the VH1s with the Who Wants to Date My Mom and those type of shows. I, I hope I didn't take that one off your list. No, okay. no, you didn't. I wish I hate the IM people. No, Auntie Matt and EJ from the U again. It's not blind date. It's can't get a date. I see they're conspiring. Mm-hmm. Eliminate. God give you. Uh, number 18. That actually sounds somewhat interesting. It really is, because like you see these people with these defeatist attitudes. Like, I just can't. Uh. Right, but here's the thing. It's like, can we do a version of that with Chunks and Matt? They can just date each other. Get all queer like they want to. Here's the thing. <laughs> if we got soft mm-hmm. for one day, I know he's got so many projects and he's legitimate now. We're going to have to find a new guy. Yeah, he doesn't want to do us... Uh, hacky stuff anymore. I think he's leaving soon, too. Yeah, I don't think he, he doesn't want to do it. He just doesn't have time. But just to sit there and watch Matt Albert for an entire day and what he does in his room... Moss growing on me. <laughs> I think that would actually be why you can't get a date. Uh, what's number... What are we, 18. 12? No. Oh, Jesus, wow. Yeah, you want a 20. So, uh, <laughs> I said 10. Uh, it was mentioned earlier, and the guy was insane, but number 18, World Series of Pop Culture... Your friend was on that last night, wasn't he? Yes, he was, and I forgot to set my VCR for it. Who? This guy I went to high school. I went to elementary school and high school with him. I don't know if he won or not, but I'm sure if he'd hung out more with me, he would have, you know, set the whole Cleaned series. Cleaned up? Yeah, you win $250,000 at the end. Wow. Huh, had no idea. Yes, number uh, 17. I feel uh, bad saying this this show, especially on this radio show. Uh, Oz on HBO was a very well written show. Oz was great. Did I you watch Oz? No, I enjoyed Oz. I uh, only we had the very like we'd get the box set, so I haven't seen all of them. Mm-hmm. But from what I saw, I think it's like season four. Yeah, that's um, what we had. But yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it was a good show. Uh, number sixteen. I shared this in common with J Dubs. Grey's Anatomy on ABC after oh, Desperate Housewives. Grey's Anatomy is actually a decent show. I, I wanted to hate it. I, I really did. I can't get past um, that Susan Asian? Ho. Yeah, yeah. And long face. And I also get uh, can't get past, um, I think, the poor man's Renee Zellweger. Yeah, yeah. She's, Ellen Pompeo. She was in old school. Yeah, I know. And I didn't like her in that either. She she seems like she's on the brink of cancer. <laughs> When I look at her, I think, all right, you know, she used to be hot, but then she got the cancer. Um, but yeah, I'm not very fond of anyone on that. Patrick Dempsey? So hot. ER you like. That's good. That one's a, a much better. Oh, no. Grey's Anatomy. All right. And I think, what's his nickname on that show, Dubs? Patrick Dempsey? Isn't it Dr. McDreamy? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's my nickname. I call him at home. Uh, number 16 is Six Feet Under, which was on HBO, HBO original series. Never watched that. Yeah, not interested. It's a good show. Number 14, I feel odd saying this now, but CSI, the original, great show, especially the first season. First mm. season is the best as usual. Yeah. Mm, whatever. Hold on. Dude in the 407, what do you got? Dude. Hello? What's what up? What about Crow the miniseries? Will that be number one? <laughs> the Crow the miniseries. Is that your number one? Since Tommy, you dressed up like the Crow in the ninth grade. <laughs> well, <laughs> why don't we give that guy a prize? Was it really number one? No. <laughs> uh, number 13, Nip Tuck on uh, FX Networks. Great show. Uh, number 12, I think Dubs also liked this one. 
Uh, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Parker Lewis Can't Lose was I, awesome. I enjoyed that. Kubiak. Yeah, I enjoyed that Kubiak went on to uh, get a nice job at an ER and work the front desk. No, he's on Grey's Anatomy. Did you know he was also, I just recently saw it, the program? Mm-hmm. You remember he was in the program? Yep. He was like one of the offensive linemen. He's had a, actually had a very nice career. I watched the program back and I didn't like it too much second time through. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. It's kind of low budget. A bit hacky. Mm-hmm. What else you got, Tommy, on top? Tommy's top 20 TV shows of all time. Number 11, again with FX, The Shield. Yeah, I, I forget you're huge with FX. Uh, every show they make is great. There's not one bad show on FX. Uh, I haven't seen over there, but it doesn't appeal to me. It's about war and ball. <laughs> whatever. Jeez. It's still a good show. Yeah, whatever. Actually, I think they do have some hot lesbian scenes, so I might have to check it out next season. Stop calling me while I'm at work. Number 10, for when we were kids, on Nickelodeon. You can't do that on television. You can't do that on television was awesome. Yeah, I was... I hope Are You Scared of the Dark is next. Was that better than Double Dare? Yes, no. much better. No, Double Dare. No, because Double Dare sliding down out. the Sliding down the tongue, grabbing the, uh, the, the flag. Okay, come on. What? They don't always use their tongue. There's slime at the end of the tongue? Yes. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> nice big flag there. Number nine. All right. Number nine. You need to bash. Best TV shows is uh, 24 on Fox. I lost interest in 24. I don't know why. Did you ever watch it? I watched part of the first season. Didn't catch me. I saw one of the commercials. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. All together. K-Mike wants to know. So number 10 was Pinwheel? What? No. Reading Rainbow? No, you can't do that on television. Newton's Apple. I don't even know what that is. Mr. Wizard. Where are you now? Her number eight. Alrighty. Golden Girls. I gotta admit, it would probably be in my top 20. Yeah. I was a huge fan of Golden Girls. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a In fact, I'd still watch it if it's on. Oh, yeah, me too. On Lifetime. Yeah, it is. And if you threw a party. All right. Invited everyone you knew. Okay. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Every time I say no, uh, okay, just louder. No respect. All right, what's next, Tommy Bats? Tommy's Top 20. That would be another FX show. What's Rescue this? Me. Everyone's... I got to get into this show. Yeah, everybody's screaming how great it is. I heard the Burke show talking about, I guess there was an episode, uh, Can You Rape Your Wife? I guess Dennis Leary raped his wife. She... She wanted it. She didn't like it at first, and then they both really got into it, and then she returned the favor this week. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. Very rarely will you have a drop for rape. <laughs> Dubs has figured it out. He has found it thanks to Reno 911. Plus, Marissa Tomei is guest starring the season, and she looks even hotter than I ever remember her looking before. I don't know. She was great in everything else she's done previous. Yeah, but something about her now, she just looked incredible. She's on your favorite show, that's why. No, it's not my favorite show. It's my number seven favorite show. What? My cell phone keeps ringing. Uh, number six. Family Ties. Can't go wrong. NBC, back in the day. NBC really did have their act together between mm. Family Ties, Cheers, um, Night Court. 
Night Court was great. Cheers to me still holds up. I can't watch it anymore. Night Court doesn't hold up. Really? I watch it still. No, I'm talking about, like, Night Court's still funny, mm-hmm. and I like it, but as far as, like... If it got pushed today, like... Yeah, I think Cheers would even work today. Uh, if you just change the clothes... Yeah, kind of change the clothes, maybe update some of the jokes. I forgot how gimmicky Cheers got. All right, people tell me, absolutely rescue me. Oh, oh, no, they say Rescue 911 was a good number. No. Number seven. Asses. And it's family ties, not family feud. Actually, uh, we have some confusion here. Pinchy in the 440. What do you got, Pinchy? Hey, sure, uh, number 10's not Clarissa explains it all. No. You can't do that on television. Jeez. Mm. Are you listening to what I'm saying? All right, what do you got? What's next? Sabrina. (laughs) Number five. Lost on ABC. Of course. It is already. It's better to you than Rescue Me and all your Lost other FX shows. Lost is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Mm-hmm. I got into it toward the end, but I'm not necessarily over. I did, however, finally get into Entourage. You liking it now? I'm finally on I the Entourage it. bandwagon. I don't know what it was that did it for me. I've been seeing every other episode lately. Because Matt a... DVRs it and just forgets to erase it. So I'm like, oh, this looks good. I'll watch it. And now I think I'm finally into it. Although Jeremy Piven, is that his name? Mm-hmm. He's still uh, just him. Yeah, he's yeah. no Brian Bunzel from Family Ties. <laughs> All right. What? Don't they kind of remind I My cell phone is off, I swear to God. Um, number four. Show me that smile. Growing Pains. ABC. J-Dubs, you're grounded. I'm nuts! (laughs) I hated Family Matters. No, Growing Pains! Oh, whatever. (laughs) Mr. Belvedere was way better as far as ABC shows go. Whatever. Ben would kick uh, Mr. Belvedere's ass. That's true. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, one of them had Bob Euchre, and that was the cool show, Mr. Belvedere. Euchre Schmuecker. That's what I say to that. Got One had Maggie there. Malone. Hmm. Hmm. Who ran for office in the movie. Exactly. Take that, Belvedere, as you drop kick your jacket as soon as you walk through the door. <laughs> all right, number three. Probably the greatest reality show of all time, The Ultimate Fighter on Spike TV, Thursday nights at 10. Ooh, a reality show. We played show. at 11. K-Mike in the 443. Hey, I'm uh, so glad that number five was lost in space, because I didn't think anyone watched that. No. Show. Yeah, you got to think. Uh, people have forgotten that one. <sighs> it was lost on ABC, is what I said. It's a primetime show, 9 p.m. <laughs> I like this bit just for K-Mike. <laughs> He's awesome. He should just stay on hold, and we'll put him up for every uh, one to just piss off Tommy. No, we should not. Right, number let's... two. <laughs> <laughs> Just the ten of us. Shut up. No, was, you don't. It was a spin-off. No, I'm you going. don't. Why? Take it minute by minute. <laughs> Greatest show. Coach Lubbock. Hold on. Turn it off for the hook. Did you record this off your Teddy Rubspin in uh, 1987? <laughs> what the hell? Perfect Strangers. That was a better ABC show than uh, no, it wasn't. Growing Pains. It didn't have, involve a fat gym coach. Alf. Alf wasn't even on the same network. That better be number one, otherwise no. this list is crap. Chris in the 407. Yeah, I was going to ask him if he had a great American hero. Oh. The guy that was a superhero. What? The, he did that. He like was a superhero. It was like an old show. 
It's like a cheesy show. Was that anywhere on your list, Tommy Bateman? No, why would it be? Because <laughs> you got other crap on there? And EJ from the U, it is just the ten of us, not eight is enough. Two totally different shows you should know better. I think you're just doing this to irritate me. Hmm. And number one... Small Wonder. No, what... Yeah, I would rape that robot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Nice rape me once, I... shame on you. Jesus. Rape me twice, shame on me. How do we fit that in twice in one segment? I and I know. want that isolated. Chunks don't pull that. It happened at 8.18. He has to answer phones. What's number one, Tommy Bass? Number one. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a new show. How does it make you number one already? Both seasons so far have been incredibly funny. I wouldn't know. Matt smart. keeps erasing them. Still. It's the greatest show ever. I was selling dubs about it, and he was just cracking up at the premise of it. Yeah, he, it well, actually does sound like a very, very funny show. What was number two, Third Rock from the Sun? No. Or was that number three? of us. Oh. Number three was The Ultimate Fighter. Not The Ultimate Showdown or whatever the hell someone's typing over here. The final countdown? No. no. The final Europe. countdown. I love Europe. Can we go to break? I don't know. I'd like to debate this a little bit. Boys, what was left off? Nothing. It was perfect. I think you've left off. You seem to go way 80s. Yeah. No. And if you were, if you were going to go way 80s, Beer King uh, has uh, a good one for the 80s. Go ahead, Beer King. You know, the list is crap without uh, who's the boss, Tony Danza's greatest role. That was 21. <laughs> was not. It was only top 20. I know. It was number 21. I couldn't fit on the top 20. I had to get the Golden Girls on there. Angela? If Golden Girls was at 8, you could have easily switched that. You, no, before but... that, it's can't get a date, World Series of Pop Culture. My friend's Grey's Anatomy? It's a good show. Have you seen it? What about like, it is a good show. I've seen South it. Parks and stuff like that. And no. Simpsons. Turn, stop being silly. Chappelle Show. Daily Show. Colbert Report. I, now I feel like i got to make my own list. That's the only thing about these. Why? Now i got to make one of mine. You're not going to beat my top ten. You've only got one in there that looks decent. Maybe two. I have ten in there. <laughs> that look decent. No, that are great. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Back in the hideout, Tuesday night. No, Thursday night. Yes. Hour two. Um, People are lighting up with their favorite shows of all time. Yeah. 1041 Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. EJ from the U wants to remind Tommy because he's looking at his list on uh, realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. I guess number eight, EJ wants to remind Tommy that uh, The Golden Child was a movie, not a TV show. All right, well, he needs glasses because it obviously says Golden Girls, not Golden Child. <laughs> I love old school Thursday nights, mm-hmm. the old school jams. Digging that. The Kenneth in the 407. Hey, what's up, Pino? Yo, Bo. Hey, yo, Tommy, man. I was so worried in the beginning, but I'm so glad American Gladiators made number three. No! Number three is the ultimate fighter. Zap is not on the ultimate fighter. Either is Nitro or Gemini or whatever the hell I guess. I'd yeah. be worried, too, that this was going to be gay with Can't Get a Date in World Series of Pop Culture and Grey's Anatomy. Those are good shows. And Oz. You haven't even seen them. Sarah in the 407. Um, what about um, Saved by the Bell? Why well, wasn't Saved by the Bell on the list? I'm not going to put crap on my list. Well, Saved by the Bell was a great show. It was a great show. It shaped everybody that was around our age. I Time mean, out. We all watched it. Exactly. Mario Lopez-looking dudes now. 
That's what I look like. Acid wash jeans. <laughs> That's what I want to be like. Wrestling for Bayside. <sighs> worst show ever. That might be the worst show ever. What? No. That was <laughs> definitely a great Pretty show. Sure. What was the worst show ever? Whatever, preppy. Uh, number 19, Can't Get a Date. You haven't even seen it. You said you'd probably like that one. Uh, you would like that one, actually. I live with it. I know. <laughs> uh, you would like to see that stuff can be done with it if you have professional help. Jim in the 386. Hey, I would agree that his number two choice was The Muppets. I would agree with that. No. Yeah. The, best show. the Muppets. Muppet this isn't even close to just the ten of us. <laughs> Kermit the Frog was not one of Graham T. Lubbock's kids. <laughs> Neither was Muppet Babies. But he did Babies. coach them. He might have coached them. But not Miss Piggy, because he coached at an all-boys school. But his daughters got free tuition there. But, they, you know, they were daughters, so they went, you know, they were the did only Did Beaker hot ever make the team? Beaker? Mm-hmm. What, what the hell is that? We know Chunks is our Beaker. <laughs> you mean Becker? <laughs> Why wasn't Becker yeah, on the Becker list? Yeah, Becker should have been on there. You left off Becker, you left off Alf. By the way, Ted Danson's new one looks pretty good, too. I think that one's going to be on ABC. What's his new one? Um, he's essentially playing Becker, but he's a therapist. Ah, uh, I like Becker surprisingly. I, I did too. It was he was the thing about Becker it was it was really brutally kind of not honest but just mean. Mm-hmm. That was a good part about it. And they so had like every stereotype, it just really kind of played it up, but not overly, which was kind of cool. Beer King in three eighty six. You're back in the hideout. Yeah. Hi guys. You know I gotta tell you guys something. It, I, I'm back to commuting every day from Tampa to Gainesville oh at my this time of the day. Sweet Jesus. I, it, no kidding. And I have to say something. If it weren't for your show, I'd shoot myself. Oh, I, dude, we appreciate it. I'm go, I've done long drives. How long is that drive? Uh, in the in the evening, it's two hours. In the morning, it's two and a half. What do you? Oh, so you live in Gainesville? What do you work in Tampa? Like, what do you do that's so important that you couldn't get the job there? Um, I am a um, hedge fund manager. There's no hedge fund management opportunities in Gainesville. Mm. Oh, all right. Well, hey, man, I, uh, I'm glad we could help you out, buddy. Good Good luck hanging in there. I know how hey, tough thanks, that man. drive can be. Let it, bro. I did, you know, I've done, yeah, I've I mean, done it's the... not that far, but I mean, I, I did an hour one-way commute. And it, it it screws with your mind. Yeah, and uh, depending on the time of the year back in Michigan when you're doing that long commute. You know what's interesting, though, is that you can essentially get real radio from Tampa to Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And that last caller is welcome for my top 20. Gainesville, when I drove through there with my cousin Sam, they actually had a good rock station. Yeah, wasn't it kind of a college rock station? No, I don't think it Lower was. Lower on the dial? No, this okay. one was like 103.9 or something. Oh, I, I was listening on my way through one time, and I, like I think their college station. It's actually not bad. Our buddy Mikey Boy, who runs uh, RonFez.net, wants to know why at number eight Tommy has Gilmore Girls. No. No, Mikey. <laughs> you bastard. No. No, no, it's Mikey. Golden Girls. Like he did something bad. Took a cookie. Bad, Mikey. No, Mikey. Fecal figure in the <laughs> All right, first of all, congratulations for having the best night, uh, best uh, name of the night. Well, thank you very much, sir. Go ahead. Hey, I wonder why Tommy screwed up and made Two Men and a Baby number two on his TV show list when Two Men and a Baby is obviously a movie. Mm-hmm. No! Yeah. Again, Tommy, just screwing everything up with this list. It's just the... Te- Here, I'll play the theme song again. <laughs> no. This isn't the open for my two dads. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Remember when Mickey Dolan's guest starred? No. Uh, you don't? No. And they sang the theme song? I wish I had that theme song now. I can't remember how it goes. 
I just remember that you uh, can't count on me. And like the two pictures would split apart, and the girl would pop in the middle. And by the way, really quickly, speaking of our buddies Ron and Fez, mm-hmm. RonFez.net, you did an interview today with uh, Paranoid from the Cosmic Circus. Yeah, so it'll be on Sunday night. Uh, I'll be on the Cosmic Circus, CosmicCircus.com. The Cosmic Circus. The CosmicCircus.com. How'd it go? It went well. It was fun. He says you dropped some bombshells. <laughs> he tried to get me to drop some bombshells. I, I gave him info, though. Did you? I gave him a little exclusives. Do I know about these? No. So now i got to go on there and listen? Uh-huh. Everybody's going to have to go on to thecosmiccircus.com this Sunday and hear what J-Dubs throws out there. I didn't even listen to the other one you did with the Craig Coleman show. How yeah. was that one? Wait, no, one what do you mean? Do. I thought that was the same person. No, don't. Don't even All start right, Tommy that. Bateman said that. Tommy Bateman. Bateman at WTKS.com. Uh, let me get his MySpace.com slash Tommy Bateman. Or Trouble, whatever it is. <laughs> no. It's a hideout real radio. What a four point one. I almost died during break. <clears throat> what happened? I choked. On Monster. Don't look at me. What do you I, mean you choked? I still haven't learned how to swallow liquids properly, I guess. <laughs> Have you ever had that where it goes down, quote-unquote, the wrong pipe? Um, no. No? I'm a grown-up. Exactly. That's something that I, I still haven't gotten down. The, uh, Drinking? Uh, yeah. For some reason, every once in a while, I will like just start coughing it up. <laughs> like I need to be burped, like I'm a baby. It happens when you're trying to rush, for some reason. I, you... I wasn't rushing. It was right when we went to break. Then what's your problem, then? I don't know. Are you going to live? <laughs> it's still in my throat. Let me come get it out. Poor baby. There's nothing that you do. Um, I mean, I guess occasionally bite my tongue. You know, that, that happens. You would think your body would uh, have the instincts available now where if you're chewing... You wouldn't bite your tongue. Or if you're drinking, it'll go down right. Maybe that's a sign of a stroke. <laughs> I've been doing this all my life. Incorrectly, I guess. I know. I And there's no way to work on it. By the way, did you see that people need to teach their children how to blow their nose? <laughs> Who doesn't know how to blow their nose? Who doesn't know how to swallow? Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, apparently, according to the World uh, World Health Organization, mm-hmm. predicting a major outbreak of influenza. So, so you got to make you know make sure you uh, know how to blow your nose. Now, I don't know how to blow my nose. What do you mean? You just press both nostrils, blow into a paper. I always thought you just did one. No, you press both of them like kind of up to near the top of the nose and blow and all really yeah that's disgusting i didn't know that well you have a paper over your hand i never blow my nose i just swallow it i pick it oh how can you swallow it that's disgusting <sighs> oh that's just like eating your boogers i you know i do that too though i don't never blow my nose if occasionally if it's bad and i'm outside nice snot rocket i can never do that it just ends up you know on the string and comes right back to my mouth yeah <laughs> and you swallow it is everything have, uh, to do with eating with you? It's not really eating. It just it does. You don't taste it when it goes down, so it's not technically eating. Matt still doesn't learn how to use stairs properly. Yeah, he's always falling. <laughs> All right, 
I just haven't gotten on the number of stairs you have at your place. There's like 12, 13. Have you ever done that where you're like you're walking down the stairs, you get to the bottom one, you think there's one more left, and there isn't, and then you get that like jarring thing? Or you're going upstairs, and you think there's one left, and you go to step on it, and you hit your face on the wall right in front of you. That's usually when you're looking down, like reading a paper or something, and you're walking the stairs. You never had that happen? Oh, man, I guess, but, you know, develop night vision. Have you ever fallen down a step by accident? Like, it's just a one-step drop-off, and you don't realize it? <laughs> no, but I have done this before, where I'm walking down the stairs at my old place, uh, my mom's place, and the, the stairs were wooden, and I'd be wearing my socks, and it would get kind of slippery. Oh, that's bad news. Yeah, and I was walking, and I, one of my feet hit the edge of the stairs, so I literally fell the whole way down on my feet you know just i i don't know how i kept my balance i've done i've done that before my, it hurt my knee like hell though my place in ann arbor um had that yeah and, the, the the wooden stairs and then you know it was crazy because it was cold all the time in michigan so you'd always wear socks yeah and you were slipping then, like, and sliding constantly and the edge of them's rounded so like you know it, it's, it's just even easier to slip and fall on those things I mean, I guess occasionally you'll have a brain fart, but I think that's what it is, like a sign of stroke when you know how to swallow. It's not does a stroke, it, does man. it worry you? No, I just I, I don't understand why I haven't learned how to. Wouldn't that be apropos? Swallow? Where it was literally monsters what took you out, not the caffeine, not the heart attack, but just the drink. I drown in my own. It goes in my nose and my throat. Would you like? Sometimes they see like like I guess in Colorado where you know. Budweiser or something is made. Mm-hmm. They have the big vats of it, you know, gallon drums. Would you happily jump into a very cold vat of sugar-free Monster? Yes, I would. And just drink as much as you could? Mm-hmm. Let's try to get that done. Chunks, work on it. Chunks may have a hookup for me in Space Camp. Ooh, I know you've wanted to do Space Camp for basically your whole life. Yeah, adult Space Camp over at the uh, Kennedy Space Center. When you watch, like, the kids' shows where they gave away Space Camp... Weren't you like, God, if I had that opportunity? Did you, I mean, the big thing that got it for me was the movie. Oh, Inner Space? No, there was a movie called Space Camp. Oh, was there? Space. With Leah Thompson? Yeah. You didn't know that? Spaceballs? No. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, hold on, let me look it up on IMDb. But that was like one of my favorite movies, where they go to Space Camp, they go into a fake launch, and then accidentally they can't turn it off. And they actually go into Space Camp, kids go into space. Oh, wow. You've never seen no, that? No, I've never seen that. You, that looks... make, you make up Josh and Sam, but you've never seen Space Camp. Well, I'm going to say I was gonna, I, I'll buy that and Josh and Sam and uh, have a double feature one night. Hold on, let me look it up really quickly. I never heard of that either, but yeah, like Double Dare, that would always be the grand prize for getting through all eight of the uh Yeah, grab the flags, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you grab all eight of those flags, and you have to go to Space Camp. And it, sounded, bang, bang. it always sounded like a good prize, but I forgot that they were all filmed in Universal. So it was basically just like a free ticket to Universal. Well, Space Camp isn't at Universal, is it? I thought it was. I thought they held it down there. No, I thought oh. I thought it was over. It's out of the, the Kennedy. Kennedy Center. Yeah. Oh. All right. But it was just so great watching the kid like go into that circle thing. Our buddy currently says that Space Camp rules. Did you go as a kid? Yeah, Space Camp. Oh, it has the uh, the gay black guy from uh, Green Rainbow, Revenge of the Nerds. Ah, Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> he was gay. Just in the movie. I don't know if he thought was, he was just life. very fit. He played a gangster not, on Martin. You're not an I am? Oh, no, I guess not. Look at me. 
trying to send this over to you. Yeah, I need to see Space Camp. Ah, that's right. Yeah, my chick reminds me. She goes, um, it's because the ro- the robot launched him. The boy wanted to go to space, so the program, uh, the robot programmed the shuttle to go off when the kids were in it. So the robot helped them. That was a good movie, man. You ought to go check it out. Kate Capshaw, Leah Thompson, Kelly Preston. I watched that and The Wizard on the same night. Joaquin Phoenix? Really? Star-studded. All right, send it up. And the gay black guy from... Uh... <laughs> Lamar. Yeah, Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. Dude, Chunks. These worms are in there, too. you got to make this space camp thing happen. I need to get over there. They hear me. They hear me talk. They're fans of the show. Mm-hmm. I'd like them to call now and invite. <laughs> All right, if I get one invitation, which one of you boys want to go with me to space camp? Me. You in, Dubs? Yeah. Chunks, would you want to go to space camp? Oh, you guys go. Have fun. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure it's a possibility. I was too distracted. We talked about the promotions meeting today. I was too distracted by Wild Bill. Okay, I need a Wild Bill update. For those of you that don't know, Wild Bill. Kate Donovan was in it. <laughs> if I can go to space camp with Brett Simon. <laughs> What's this music? You don't remember? Space camp by Brent Simon. You don't remember this guy we interviewed? The fat oh guy. <laughs> yes. I do remember this. He's great. You liked it the first time. You said it'd be the next big hit. No, I didn't. That was dubs. Yeah, I knew my chick would be jealous if we get to go. I gotta take dubs, though, if we're gonna talk about it on the show. So it's gonna happen, Chunks. Thanks. Alright, while Bill works on the third floor, he's maybe the, um... Greatest, uh, salesman ever to live. Yeah. What happened? Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> the third floor, Wild Bill from Sale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, like, so, I like the fade out. So we have the uh, the promotions meetings which go on every Thursday morning. And all the shows go in. And usually the hideout, uh, I think, goes third or, or last out of all the shows. No, it's usually Burke show than us That's, and Monsters. It's switched because Jack has some kind of Spanish class he's in now. So now mm. he goes early. Oh. And uh, now ours is slated for later. So usually I'll sit in the corner. There's a big conference table in the middle of the room where all the salespeople sit around and promotions people. Me, I don't like being at the table. I don't feel I'm important enough. So I'll sit in the corner, kind of near the edge, text messaging, staring off in space. <laughs> So Wild Bill is sitting at the table, and either I think the Monsters or um, Jack was speaking for the Phillips file, and everyone's into what Jack's saying, hey, yeah, let's get the Phillips file poker tournament going. And Wild Bill will lean his chair back. They have the, the office chairs, the, the leather recliners, and he'll lean his chair back and just start bobbing his head at me in the corner, just like giving me the weird eye. And everyone's talking, and, and Wild Bill just looks back, He's giving that like, yeah, dude, it's a good meeting. Intense. <laughs> and then he'd quickly look over to what they were saying, the rest of me, and go, yes, I agree, that would work well. You know, just throwing his two cents in, it didn't even relate to him what they were talking about, but he still threw the comment, and immediately when he was done, he'd, try, he'd, he'd lean back in his chair all casually, like so no one would notice. And then he'd slyly look over at me in the corner, and eventually he's like, what, dude? Shout this out in the middle of the meeting. And nobody knows what I'm talking about, so everyone stares at me. So you're just yelling just, randomly, what, dude, in the, uh, in, the, in the meeting? Yeah, just disrupting the meeting. And I'm just like, I'm 
I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if Bill wants to kill me from what I said last night. I don't know if he's happy. I don't know if he's planning another one-over on uh, Catherine and Erica when we have our next meeting. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But it really creeped me out. Do you want to get Wild Bill on the phone? And no, tell I would him not like to. That you creep him out? No. Let me hear. He is the first salesperson ever in the history of the hideout. Maybe uh, radio to have his own open. He is good, though. He's intense. He's extreme. <laughs> Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, son of a bitch. that works on the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. I'd like for him to call in now and defend mm-hmm. himself. After, especially after Chunks calls him a son of a bitch. Oh, man, that's that's not proper. That wasn't me. That was the crazy voice guy that Manhole uses. So no, hide out. Coming back, we'll come back with the Chunks Fat Man Diary. What's the subject for this one, Chunks? Uh, another date. All right, I'm gonna go poop during this one. It's a hideout. <laughs> Roll Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour two, Thursday night, old school, bumper music night in the hideout. If you ever have any uh, suggestions for bumper music here in the hideout, email those to Bateman, Bateman at WTKS.com. No, don't. Especially when it comes to old school jams. It's time to uh, hook it up with Chunks in the Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. January 12th. What? <laughs> what happened? By the Go way, ahead. this is uh, reliving old stories from my past. Everyone else is tuned out, so... Uh, <laughs> January 12th. 2002. We're less than... I can't, uh, you know, the music is Speak up. shadowing my genius. All right, we don't have much time. Let's get him, let him There is no out. better feeling than that of being on a successful date. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? 2002. Okay. Is, I can't believe you kept a journal to 2002. <laughs> well, it was all the way until we got I know, there. but it, it just baffles me. I didn't have anyone else to talk to before, you guys. I mean, I, just, I had to have something you're listen. About, you're about to go back to that diary and just have that to uh, spill your little girly feelings into. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your little man breasts that, heaving over a, a piece of paper. Yeah. Howdy, man. We took my next line. <laughs> which, no. is, which is quite difficult for me because most girls are turned off at me at first sight. I have bigger boobs than most of them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is true. I've been told that I don't dress all too well either. However... I uh, had dinner with Kelly at Bungalow. We had a great meal. Monday was half-price wings and apps. Plus, they have a fine selection of imported spritzers that I often enjoy. The only bad part about going to Bungalow with Kelly is that her ex-boyfriend, Bab, also frequents the establishment. He is in shape, unlike me, and also has a mesmerizing smile. You're so gay. What? (laughs) I'm just describing his smile. Even though I, <laughs> go ahead. Even even though I date, even though our date went well, I couldn't help but notice she would take every opportunity to take a quick glance over at him and his immaculate physique. We got a nice buzz going on, and we decided to leave and take us where the night may. As fate would have it, however, Bob was in the parking lot. Hey. He said with his olive oil voice. 
What does olive oil voice mean? You know, what yeah. are you doing? What is this, you big sis? I'm describing how he is, man. He's what, very... What's olive oil voice? He's got one of those them? charming voices that girls like that I would never have. How does that you mean? Know, you know, like Tommy. How does that mean olive oil? You know, olive oil, it's smooth and sophisticated. You know, like Frank Sinatra had an olive oil voice. So you're like skinny girls that date sailors. <laughs> you don't get... I'm just trying to explain. He was a good looking... He was good looking. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Shay man? Yeah. Hey, by the way, they have uh, chips outside. Yeah, Bill Barnacle. They're really good. Radio Roadblock. He didn't even raise Radio you. Roadblock. Yeah, that's right. I slowed down a little bit so that he could catch up. Kelly put her hands in her head in fear. And I noticed a small black and blue box in the back seat. I grabbed it, waited for Bob to drive by, and when he got close enough, I hurled the box at his tire causing him to veer off the road and drive into a ditch. Feel the wrath of Big Al, bitch! I shouted. <sighs> I looked over at Kelly, who looked pale and sickly. <laughs> What's wrong, babe? Is the, hot too, is the heat too intense for you? It's a hideout roll no, radio, 104.1. Punchline! Kicking off hour three. To hide out, Row Radio 104.1. Star one zero four one. if you have a singular wireless phone. It's time to do away with the chunks in the Fat Man Diaries. Yeah, I think it's time for up to a vote. Do away with it. The hell is that? It's a fan. Oh. It's a trillion degrees in this booth. Uh-huh. I'll turn it down. <laughs> I thought you were doing some kind of drum roll at first. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's that fan. <laughs> Stop it. That fan. Your mom don't like you. That fan. <laughs> yeah, the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. I guess the punchline to the Fat Man was the box that he threw out. I guess he threw out a box. I wasn't listening. Um, it was yeah. the girl's he, insulin. Yeah, he was yelling at me because he cut it off too early because he was about to say what was in the box. And I'm like, he threw out What's a box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, God. Oh, God. Mills. I'm just like, hey, uh... Go Speed through it, it up, man. Edit them at least, please, maybe. I don't want to hear about you yelling back and forth with some dude. It's not entertaining. Hey, Bob, nice ass. <laughs> no, you have a nice ass. You know, no. just enough already. Um. All right, J Dubs, we got our interns here. We got two things that we could do with the interns. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would make more sense? Napier brought in his um, evaluation forms, the handbook. And he has to answer these questions. Here's one. How are they? List the specific skills and responsibilities you can now add to your resume. Oh, Jesus. You had any before? It's an easy thing to add to. I really want to well, go... A full sentence can't be on the list. I do want to go through these on the air. All right, people are saying they'd rather listen to 100 Fat Man Dyers than 5 Minutes of Matt Albert. Ouch. Who is that from? Okay, Mike. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's infinitely funnier than you, so I wouldn't do it. Uh, um, good comeback. Grumble, grumble. Chunks, what ended up happening in that fat man? Does it? Why does it even matter? Fine. Doesn't. It's fine. We, it just, <laughs> we just decided we're not going to do them anymore. It's fine. You don't have to. We'll just finish that don't one. Don't get all the. Just, oh, no, we don't need to. It's fine. I just want to know what happens. Why? Because I'm curious. We just uncrumple it now. 
<laughs> from my journal. Just sum it up. Piece of my memorabilia. Shut up. Uh, the box that I threw at the guy. Radio. I didn't see that one coming at all. All right, do you want to finish it up now? Uh, again, do I? Do you want to? Do you want to, Epe? Is yeah. that how the last one's going to end? Let's go ahead and finish it. Right. Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! All right, well, that box that I threw at the uh, at the guy made him veer off the road. Well, uh... <laughs> what the hell? Welcome back in the hideout. Hour three, Thursday night. Real Radio 104.1. I guess we stopped the Fat Man Diary earlier, a little bit early. Chunks is mad at us. All right, Chunks. If you want to go ahead and uh, finish it. Some people like them. Finish it up. All right. Wrap it up. The box I threw at the guy was, uh, she had a diabetic attack. They were insulin needles. Yeah. So she almost died. We spent about a million hours at the emergency room, but no, that's cool. We that happens to people every day. Hmm? So we're... that was what you were leading up to. Yeah. That was the big That's finish. what happened. That was the finale. Did she die? No, I mean, she came close to it, but what the hell? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, who cares if people die that I care about? All right, let's go to someone more interesting. All right, I got one right here. Mm-hmm. What the hell? More interesting. <laughs> By the way, we're officially done with the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. It's fine. I guess you've used all the good ones. Right, here's that was a good one. That doesn't happen every day. You never been drunk and throwing stuff at people before? How about going through and editing out all the crap where you guys are shouting at each other, how you want to do each other? What? That wasn't... And, and how his tongue feels just as good as yours. That wasn't... Didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's all that was. It was stupid. I said, he said... You suck. That's what builds up the finale. Go f- screen phone calls. What you're good at. Yeah, because they're going off the hook right now. People wanted to uh, they... save the Fat Man Diary. That's right. They love the Fat Man Diary. Oh. Let's go. There's a window. You mind going all the way through that? <laughs> What's the problem, Chunks? Nothing. <laughs> How's your memory? Yeah, January 12, 2002's gone now, guys. Happy? I'll never have to see that one again. Did you say gigawatt? What? I'm not racist. <laughs> a man, man Holt comes in here to pick up the trash because he knows my booth has to be spotless. You ripped it up? Yes. Why? Because. <laughs> I like him. Like don't, don't feed him. Make my eye pop out. Get out of here. That was a... That in, happens every day? The intern... That every day when... People throw needles at other people driving fast speeds, man. That's stuff. Jason Meadows wants to help him out right here. Stuff right there. That's crazy. You got you got a supporter right here, Jason Meadows. Phone call. Uh, Muscle left. How about Carl Killebrew? (laughs) Those just people from your school. (laughs) Yeah, kids used to make fun of. Um. All right. Chris Steele. The interns. (laughs) Let me get um. Napier and Manhole in here. These boys have been battling over the last seven days. I guess Manhole joined the show only seven days ago? Yeah. 
Very new to the show, but he's uh, become a part of it very quickly. He has. Manhole has become a star here in the hideout. Uh, however, he wasn't a big fan of his radio name. Mm-mm. So being open the way that we are, Dubs, being willing to compromise. We're able to go whatever way you want us to. Being good co-workers. Mm-hmm. Chunks, you should be screening phone calls. Yeah, what are you doing, Chunks? You don't need headphones. Get out of the way. What do you need headphones for I'm back there? I'm touching it. I'm leaving now. I'm not going to say anything. He's a baby. Else. Going the He's the biggest baby ever. Podcast and then do the rewind. Get out of here. My head. So anyway, these boys. Oh yeah, you like it? <laughs> so just threw the paper and I threw him back at Manhole. What these things don't all night? So, Manhole, we've given you the opportunity to change your radio name. You're one point away. Uh, all you have to do is earn seven hideout points in seven days. You won the debate against Napier, which was worth four hideout points. That started it all. Then you lost the pogo jumping, the pogo stick jumping. By like 120. So you lost 120 points. Yeah. And then you were somehow able to gain 119 back by drinking 119 ounces of Slurpee. You didn't quite finish all the Slurpee, but what you did do... We did compromise with you. You said, hey, look, I'm not going to be able to finish. Napier's already thrown up. If I drink some of the vomit, <laughs> can I just go ahead? Because you had to go to the restroom really bad. You go number one. Yes. So you did. You drank vomit... And that gave you the 119 points. You are now one hideout point away. One. From changing your name. All right? Does that mean that since the one since it's only one point, is it something much easier? Mm, no. Mm. No, this is the final point, which means it has to be a little bit harder. It something to, because uh, before, it was never enough to actually get you your points. Now you have a very good opportunity to win. Here's what we have for you. Your interns for the uh, funniest night show in America, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, The Hideout. You should know the show. You should have done your research. You should have gone back and listened to previous segments, either that you could find on hideoutheretics.net, on the podcasting, on iTunes. Mm -hmm. uh, Scoured the website, the hideout page on rollradio.fm. You should have scoured all of this stuff. So that you could, uh, so you could win, um, or so you could know the show. What we are doing is we are going to test you on your hideout history knowledge. We have questions about this show, and you will battle Napier to see who can get. Obviously, the most points you get, you know. And here's the problem: everyone that you get correct, obviously, you get a point. Everyone that Napier gets correct, it takes that point away. You only need one point. You need to beat Napier by one point. So you don't have to answer one question correct, then, as long as he answers uh, less than one wrong. But we have the opportunity. Like, we got a bunch of questions. So, so we, you know, we'll, it'll go over time. You may get a couple wrong. He may get a couple right. But you'll have a chance to make it up. He'll have a chance to, you know, take it away. Just like the gotcha. NBA, there will be runs. There's a twist. This is going to take us back to something that we did in D.C., Dubs. Mm-hmm. We've got waxing strips. <laughs> you are a hairy bastard. Yes, I am. For every question either one of you get wrong, you get waxed. Now, Dubs, what was your idea for the waxing? 
Well, uh, I've wanted to put it in several places. The <laughs> mutton chops would no. be very interesting. No. No. So we will pick various... Just one. We'll just pick various parts of your Both. body You're gonna do any. to wax if you get these questions wrong. You don't like to see those big, thick mutton chops go? <laughs> or just, My mom would. Or hear them go? People are insisting manhole must keep his name. I agree. But we did set this up with them, so we got to give them a chance. All right. Now, I guess we can go ahead. Do you want to take a break, and then we can come back and get the whole test and everything out of the way? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Will it give us enough time to go through it in one segment? Yeah, we can get it all done. All right, boys. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, Matt Albert, you came up with the questions. You are the official hideout historian. Um, difficulty of questions. Where would you rank them? Some are very hard. Most of them are moderate to easy. Where um, is a lot of this stuff since we've been in uh, here in uh, Central Florida? Yeah, uh, I'd say 90% of it. Okay, so good. So, it, you know, that gives you the opportunity. And a lot of people are new to this show, so this is going to give you a shot to catch up on a lot of the things, a lot of the references and everything. It'll give you kind of a backstory. And two, you'll get to hear these bastards get waxed for mm-hmm. everyone that they get wrong. Have you ever been waxed before? I saw this on... I saw the 40-Year-Old Virgin for the first time over the weekend. Oh, did you? How'd you like it? Loved it. Very funny movie. Yeah, it was... It was. I didn't expect it to be so vulgar. Yeah, I didn't either when I saw it. I thought it was going to be more of a PG-13 type, but it was very, very funny. Yeah, it was very good, so... Uh, but one of the great scenes in there... How hairy are you boys? Turn up the lights. Let me see how hairy you boys are. I didn't even think of that. So you going to take both of them turn the lights on? Yeah, I say both get up. Why do you guys... Wow. Yeah, it's pretty bright. All right, take off your shirt. Oh. <laughs> wow, what patchy chest hair you have. Oh, man, a lot of You know what's funny, though? He's got a lot, like, right around his nipples. Yeah, the nips. <laughs> there's, like, a trail right across the top of his chest, right around his belly button. God, that just looks dirty. Napier, let me see what you got going on. Do you shave your body? We have two of the ugliest. Trim every bo- now and then. We have two of the ugliest bodies in radio. What do you trim in front with? of us? Otherwise, I look like Sasquatch. What do you, what trim, do you trim with, with? though? A beard shaver. Oh God, you guys are dirty. Yeah, because I can see that you have hair, but it's very, very short. All right, Doctor Who came up with something good, and we've done this on the show before too. If they get, that's too high a number. If you boys, because my favorite number is seven, if you end up getting a total of seven questions wrong, you whack your balls. You throw a strip on there. How about the bacon strip? (laughs) Look how how weird these two are. Just a couple of weirdos with their shirts off in here. Can you guys hug? (laughs) What? Why? Hug. Just go ahead and hug. Just a quick man hug. Not gay or anything. I don't want to touch him. It's not gay if you hug. Oh, Both arms. Yeah, embrace. Manhole has a baby body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that? <laughs> oh, he flipped the off, F.A. I was looking down. Did he really? Yeah. All right, guess what, manhole? If you get three wrong, you wax your boys. It's just like the army. If you, Now it's down. It's from seven to three. You want to keep on pressing your luck? seven, right? Huh? No, you're at three, two. I didn't flick you off. No, you're his mentor, though. Yeah, you have to teach him. Why are you flicking people off? Especially the hosts. <laughs> Stupid. 
I, I'd love to do his eyebrows, too. There's so many parts on Manhole's body that should be waxed. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. His girlfriend's very lucky. We got the questions. Those mutton chops. And the nipples are going to hurt so bad. That was the worst part about the on the 40-year-old virgin. Um, 407916. Look how tiny those nips are. <laughs> it's such a weird little... They look like zits. Little man baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got an embarrassing shirt back on. It's a hideout. No radio. Little 4.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. It's the showdown to change the radio name, Manhole. He's one point away from changing. He can earn these points, Dubs, mm-hmm. by winning in Hideout history. The problem, for everyone that Napier gets right, Manhole loses a point. For everyone that Manhole gets wrong, he loses a point. Now, Manhole, just for time's sake and everything, we're going to have to have you do with your shirt off so we can easily get to the wax and everything. Don't make it gay. Come on. There you go. Squirt out a little tear for me. <laughs> the, the listeners want to know if they can play against the interns. Ah, uh, Dirty Sanchez. Ah, uh, he just dropped off. So some of the uh, hardcore heretics want to know if they can do it. I tell you what. Anti-Matt wants to. Yeah. He's on the line right now. Should we do a rule if they lose? If they get it, if they question? both can't get it right, yeah. Then we go to the intern. If or the caller, yeah. If the caller gets it right, Price. then they lose two points. Ah, manhole loses two points. All right. By the way, I'll say this: for every one that Napier gets wrong, manhole, you get a point. All right. Do you understand? Yes, Napier. Well, I was thinking if the callers get it right and we lose two points, aren't we only going for max of three? So no, you're not going for max of anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, and, and about... the big thing is going to be too, if they lose. <laughs> Stop talking off the mic. If they, Doug. Any time that they lose, and they get one wrong, they're going to get waxed in various places. <laughs> it seems so wrong. Just being in this booth and then looking at these kids, shirtless. All right, Tommy. Do we have a little music? All right. Very good. Hideout history lesson. Dubs, do you have the um, the answer? I have the answers right here. All right, we'll allow you to go first. Manhole. Are you ready? Do you feel like you know the show? Um, yeah. No, you don't. You feel very, very uh, bad about this, don't you? Because yeah. you don't you don't seem very confident at all. No. <laughs> all right, manhole. Here we go. First question. What type of food was Sea Lane made to eat? A tainted af- burger. After the heretics used it as a hygiene product. So what kind of burger is what we're looking for? Uh, where was it from? Like what restaurant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> he he sucks. McDonald's. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a Wendy's burger. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the heretics knew that one. Yep. You are now down a point. So, hold on a second. Let me write this down. Let me get my key over. <clears throat> and Napier. 
Wrong. You now have gotten one wrong. Where are you going to wax first? <clears throat> My left leg. All right. Throw it up there. You got to gotta warm up the wax. You got to warm up the, uh, the wax strip. The wax. Yeah, the other person should have to do it. Yeah, have one. Have a strip ready, boys. There yeah. you go. Napier getting the Two wax. Two shirtless ready. men getting some wax going. Put your leg up on the uh, on the. There you go. All Put right. the mic right next to it. Napier, you get to pull it. Lucky. Come on, Napier. Things don't want to come apart. All right, All right here we go. go. Oh, that sounds bad. Mm-hmm. That sounds sticky. All right, go ahead and slap it on there. All right. How long, do it on, how, how long do you have to leave it there? It should be pretty immediate. Okay. Three, two, one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's the first one. Um, Let's move on now. This is for you, Napier. Who is the rocker of WAD that makes an occasional appearance on the hideout? The rocker of Wad who makes an occasional appointment. So it's at zero right now. Yeah, so he's, he's still, back even. He's still back even. All right. That means you now have to wax Napier. Where are you going to wax? Stomach. All right, here we go. Put it on the stomach. Uh, press, so it, gay. press it Press hard. it down. Press it hard against there, man. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just like all over <laughs> All right, now rip it off. You need me count? One, two, three. Holy hell! All righty. That's so dirty. Throw them away. Get a trash can. Yeah, I don't want to see your don't dead skin them. and hair. All right, here we go. Here's your next one, manhole. You ready? Yeah. Name all the interns the hideout has had during the time in Orlando. All the interns that the hideout has had during the time in Orlando. All right. Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Putin. Mm-hmm. Hooch. Mm-hmm. C-Lane, mm-hmm. Napier. Mm-hmm. One more. Manhole. And, nah, wait, uh, one, one more? One more on top of you. And I'll give you ten seconds to get that one. <laughs> There's one more. He was only with the show for about two weeks, but he counts. Misfit Matt? Donkey Lips. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, Miss Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips was in the hideout. Trust me, we wish we could forget him, too. <laughs> so that is another one that you have gotten wrong, manhole. All right. Uh, where would you like... I say this time... You half a point for that since I named all but one. No, you missed them all. The question was name them all. I, I tell you what. I will give you a bonus. I'll give you a chance to get a bonus here. If you can name two of the DC interns. Two DC interns. I'm giving count. Yep. Chunks will count as one. Um, I'm giving you now ten seconds. Matt, is Matt Albert count? Mm-mm. Um, five, oh. four, three, two, one. Oh. Cicada. Yeah. PJ. PJ. Cicada. Sleazy E. Mm-hmm. All right, PJ. wax him. Where are you going this time? Arm. Forearm. All right, forearm. Yeah, there's a lot of hair there. Latka, as I like to call him as well, or Wolverine even possibly, too. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Oh! Jeez! Uh, 407-916-1041, I gotta be proud of a lot of the heretics coming through, at least mm-hmm. on the Instant Messenger. 
They knew. Donkey Lips, Sid, Chunk. So they're really coming through. They know their hideout history. Again, this is the challenge between the interns to see if Manhole can earn that one point to uh, change his hideout name. All right, here we go, Napier. This is now your turn. Okay, this is your chance to knock down uh, Manhole even further as far as points go. Who did Matt Albert get to slap after he won NASCAR Trivia Challenge at the Hideout Helmet of Pain Stunt Med Movie? Would you like to steal manhole? I know, Napier. <laughs> American Psycho. All right. Not only did you get one wrong, he stole it, so that is another point that you have lost. You're three down. No, he's four down. Four down. All right. Oh, boy, manhole. You're we re- picked this one. You're really blowing it. Do you want to do pit? Oh. Um, yeah, let's go armpit this go-around. Is it ready? Oh, look at those baby pits. He's just a big baby. I love this kid, though. He's awesome. Is it All sweaty? Right. It seems like it would be sweaty. And smelly. All right, here we go. Two, two shirtless men waxing each other. One, two, three. Oh, man. That seemed awful. Oh. Yeah, well, then we'll have to go back to it. Okay. Here we go. More hideout history. It's now time over to Napier. Yep, Napier. Here we go, Napier. Napier, who is the hideout's intergender arm wrestling champion? BJ? Good guess. No, that's incorrect. Get a wax strip ready. Now, do you uh, know Manhole? Do you even want to attempt to steal? All right, let me say. let me uh, try one of the people on the line. All right. Let's go to uh, Dubs' future stepdaddy at the 407. Do you know? I want to guess Dubs, man. I don't no. Know. No, not me. Uh, let's go to Tommy in the 407. Do you know? Uh, Bateman? Nope. Sorry, buddy. And Bong Squad, do you know? Oh, yeah, that, that's Deuce Childerone. Oh! Deuce Childerone, yes. All right, so uh, a heretic beat you guys. And that means you both lose two points. This is a odd point system we've got going here. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think they're both down by ten. All I know is it doesn't look like Manhole's changing his name. Mm-hmm. All right, this one's on the chest now for Napier. All right. You guys ready? One, two, three. Yo! Yo! What is this? A, a comic book? Uh, Yowzers. <laughs> if you'd like to play along. Arg! Zoink! <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's more hideout history. What, did Lucy pull a football from you? Actually, this one is on the website. There are photos of this one on the web. There are photos of the Deuce Show one, too. You ready, uh, Manhole? Yeah. Chunks had an NFL player jersey that the show used as toilet paper and then made him wear. Which team was it? What football team? I'm going to say Redskins. You burn in hell. It was the New York football giants and Ron Dane. And there are photos of listeners when we very first got here coming up using that one as toilet paper. Has he gotten one right yet? No. No. Oh, you really suck. <laughs> you had your chance. Now, it, you could make a run. To change yeah, your name, there's manhole. still uh, plenty of questions left for you, bro. Is he down six now? Actually, he has gotten four incorrect. 
He got some wrong, too, so that gave me points, right? Yeah, but you still got three wrong. Time for the Nats. <laughs> we still have more wax strips left, though. All right. Do you want, yeah, we can wait. Side, sideburn. <laughs> Gotta go sideburn. Which one do you want to go with? He looks pissed. This is how he looked Friday. <laughs> this is how he looked Friday when he was losing the pogo challenge. <laughs> oh, that's gonna hurt. All right, one, two, three. Oh! <laughs> that's a tear. Yeah, that was a tear. Let me see. <laughs> he looks so dejected. Have any hair left? Yeah. Actually, Ouch. you know what it did? It just kind of cleaned it up. Yeah. Oh, but there's some hair there. Oh. That had to hurt. Again, it's a hideout history lesson. Manhole trying to earn hideout points so that he can uh, get his name changed. All right. I'm sorry, I didn't give you guys a chance to steal. I don't want to let them steal anymore. Let's okay. just uh, keep going. Um, He's not happy. Let's take this one over to Napier. You ready, Napier? Yes, sir. What was the name of the prankster who pooped on Chunks' car? Urgh, I... Don't bang I, it. I know what it is, but I can't think of it. Seven seconds. Four. Three. Ah. Two. One. Mad Max. I hate Mad you, Max. I, I knew it was Mad something, your... but I kept on thinking Mad Matt. I hate you, Chunks. I pooped on your car. Yeah, that was Mad Max. That Poor was last me. Halloween. It really dubs, and you can see a photo of that on Radio.fm. All right, where are you getting? Uh, I say it's your armpit this time, Napier. All right, get it in there. Get it nice and hot. And get the armpit going. Let me break it down really quickly. Why do I keep bringing these? I imagine it's pretty sweaty. It's sweaty. It's hot outside. You haven't been outside in like over an hour. One, two, three. <laughs> he almost swore. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Napier almost let a bomb fly. That sounds a little louder than the rest of them. Uh, let me see here. All right, here, we'll give this one back over to... <sighs> this is manholes. Yeah, this is the manhole. All right, manhole. Let's go with this one. Who won the second edition of the Hideout Fight Club? Chunks. Wow, you really, really suck at this. <laughs> you won one of them. No, he didn't. He lost the first one, and uh, Bikers BJ won the second oh, one. Oh, we're going to give somebody a chance uh, to steal. Ah, damn it. Good check if they were listening anyway. <laughs> All right, where are, you, where are you waxing this time? Belly. Belly. I say, oh, that belly's hairy. Yeah, the belly is hairy. Hurry up, boys. Have you got to constantly have these ready the way you're screwing up and not knowing any of this. Yeah. You just know that you're going to be taking one the next time and just get it ready. Have it placed. Yeah, the winner of that one was By Curious BJ. Mm-hmm. We have those. Uh, we actually have the whole Fight Club video up on the iTunes under the uh, stunt section. Our people are all over on the IM. They really do. They're getting all these. Mm-hmm. Good for them. If you want to play along and steal, 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. All right. Throw it on the stomach. We only have time for like three more questions. All right. Here we go, manhole. One, two, three. Ah! Oh, it didn't even come all the way off. Ah! <laughs> two rips. That was a double ripper. All right, here we go, Dubs. Let's move on to... Um, here's one from Napier. Describe at least three tattoos that Dubs has on his body. I think he has one of, like, a mosquito. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yes, no. that counts. Um, he has a hideout tattoo. Keep going. And, I don't know, I've never really seen any other part of Dubs. All right, well, manhole... Can you steal? Did, Man- Detroit Lions tattoo? That's one. What else do you have? Gotta give three. I thought I just had to finish his three. No, he didn't he, even get two. He, he only got one. stealing two. He only got right, one. Just so. for that, you also get a... I wasn't going to have it where you were going to steal, but you stepped in and tried to steal, and you got it wrong. Both of you are waxing. You got something, right? No, both of you are waxing. Oh, yeah, I made a correct more. statement that he has his <laughs> Detroit Lions tattoo. It wasn't enough. Come on. He's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. All right, Sitting there this tiny nips. Napier is now putting this one on his arm. You want to do a nip one on... Uh... Yeah, this and this time it's a nip one on, on manhole. Which nip? Put it on the right or the left one. Hey, well, he's first. Oh, it's going to suck. Let's do a duel at the same time. You grab... There you go. Oh, it's going to suck. <laughs> one, two... Three. Ah! <laughs> Matt, why'd you take it from back there? It was a better picture right here in front of me. Jesus, look at that. Oh, that was good. All right, we have a few people who want to jump in on this game. Next question. All right, so. here we go. All right, you're up now, manhole. Give me an easy one, please. <laughs> All right, I'll give you an easy one. Name the professional wrestler that outed himself and gave the a hideout the exclusive first interview. Professional wrestler came out of the closet. It's kind of big news. Mm-hmm. On the hideout. Oh. Can I steal it? No, I'm going to go to a... Uh... I don't know. Write it down, Napier. I'm curious if he has it right. Go to a caller, Dubs. Give out some prizes. Mims in the 321. What do you got? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, do you have the answer to that one? No, I don't. I don't even know the goddamn question. <laughs> ah, sorry, Mims. Right. I like penis. Link in the 407, do you have the answer? Yeah, that's easy, man. It's Everybody's used to be a uh, growing up favorite wrestler is Canyon. 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 Canyon is the correct answer, so that means another minus two points. And actually, Napier had it correct. So that's two more points taken away from these schmucks. <laughs> You look a little down. Manhole, are you upset? Yes. <laughs> you have obvious? You haven't gotten one right. This goo is like stuck on my arm. <laughs> Isolate it. Yeah, Isolate. Make sure you get that. Alright. I'll give you one more question. Alright? Alright, give him a really hard one. I know he's not gonna get it right. But if he does, it brings him back to even. Okay. And then I'll give you one more. I'll right. give you a chance. All right. This one's going to be tough, but if you can get it right, so try your damnedest to get it right, you'll yep. be back uh, up. 
Here we go. Manhole. Name two of the on-air names that I, El Jefe, went on before, went by before I became El Jefe. I had two on-air names. I had, Actually, I had a few. Yeah. But name at least two of them that I used. You now have ten seconds. To at least start answering. Do you have any idea? Anything? I read it. I know I read it, but I forget. And we'll have to have your answer now. Uh, actually, I'll give it to Napier. Napier got one that we didn't even think about. What? Alex Cruz, Alex Jimenez. Alex Jimenez, that Alex Cruz. Don Geronimo uh, called me. And also <laughs> he just slammed his pin down. <laughs> What's wrong, man, baby? He knows everything. <laughs> he does know everything. I thought I knew some, but then, like... There's also Maverick. Under pressure. Raphael Cantu. <laughs> Raphael uh, Cantu, yes. Those are a couple <laughs> of the other ones. All right, you have gotten a grand total of nearly nine wrong. Wow. All right, do we give him one more, or is that enough? Give me another hard one like that. All right, one Wait, more hard one. We forgot to wax him from the last one. Oh, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> Let's do the other sideburn. Yeah, let's go ahead and do the other. Actually, the other nipple. All right, sideburn's good. I'll do the other nipple, too. No, no. No, wait till the end. <laughs> He's so pissed. <laughs> I love this kid. Oh, he didn't even scream at that one. <laughs> Got a lot of hair on it. All right, here we go. <laughs> He's so livid right now. <laughs> I don't think this one's as hard, so I'll just take Napier out of it, okay? All right. Thank you. What did Bateman, this is worth, I'll say five, you can get five back. What did Bateman trick Chunks into doing twice while riding in the car together? What are you waxing? Alright, people are saying, Jesus, they're kicking, they're pissing me off. Anybody want to try to steal? Stop! <laughs> I came, Mike. You're such an ass. He goes, Alex Cruz Maverick and Big Game Mexican. <laughs> That's really what you uh, went by at home. Uh, twice, <laughs> Chunks tricked Tommy into... Or, uh, Tommy tricked Chunks into stepping into a car machine. Or a car, car wash. wash. I don't think there's any choice. I think you had your chance. You are manhole. I tell you what. I'm going to give you one more final out when we get back. All right. But. It involves more. You have you owe us a wax to the bulls. And maybe other places. We'll see if you're down. You okay, manhole? I'm great. Slide <laughs> out, Real Radio 104. Feeling better than ever. Real Radio Bachelorette. Hanging out at the pool with Ann Coulter. Real <laughs> 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 
My name is Jared, and I had liver transplants. My wish was to go to Dinosaur National Monument. We had a wonderful time, didn't we? I loved it. They had all different kinds of footprints from all different kinds of dinosaurs. I think there was a triceratops and something else that was really large. <sighs> oh, that's a Stegosaurus. His brain was the size of a golf ball. He couldn't figure out what was what. Guess how large a Brachiosaurus's heart is? It's larger than me! <laughs> there was a time when we didn't know if he'd even be able to travel. So, this, you know, we enjoy watching him do everything. Make-A-Wish is a nice place. There are lots of ways you can help make a child's wish come true. To find out how, visit wish.org. And share the power of a wish. My lucky day. Hey, Mom and Dad, since it's time for back to school, here's a multiple-choice kind of question for you. When it comes to high-speed Internet, who gives you a choice of Roadrunner High-Speed Online or Earthlink High-Speed Internet for your Internet provider? And who gives you a multiple-choice of speeds to fit my needs in your budget? Ah, uh, this one's easy, because there's only one answer. Bright House Networks. It's even easy to order. Just call one 892 easy or visit MyBrightHouse.com. Hide out, Row Radio 104.1. Stand up, manhole, just for a second. Turn look the how, lights back up. Look how high he has his pants pulled up to kind of pull in those uh, love handles of his. Yeah. All right, manhole lost miserably in the hideout history lesson. History trivia. He said he knew a lot of them, but the pressure of being on the air screwed him. Is that what ended up happening, manhole? Yeah. <laughs> um, You owe us one wax to the... Uh, to the boys, so let's do that first. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and get one of those bigger ones, and you don't have to even apply that Napier. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, don't take any pictures of... Yeah, you don't have to take any pictures of I this. I mean, if he, he's just going to put his hand down his pants and do it, so you don't have to show it or anything, manhole. Just stick it down in your pants. It sounds enough, right? Yeah. So go ahead and uh, warm one up for yourself. First you have to use all the what? No, just one strip, warm it up, throw it down. And then um, pull it off. And then we'll give you your out and be able to change your name. You lost by so many points. I mean, you're like, I don't know. He's you're, you're way in the hole. Like 20. It's just crazy. It's crazy how many you lost. All right, peel it off and watch the boys. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Do you want to go into the corner so you can get a good yeah. tuck and rip? I thought Napier was putting stand it Stand up. You should probably stand up. Yeah, you can be able to get down there quicker. This poor kid. This is all what being a hideout intern is all about. Yeah, if you want to be an intern, wait for the next round and uh, you see the man be able to pull you in. Manhole's a star, though. Yeah. Get more airtime as an intern on this show than any other show. You ready? Yeah. All right. One... Two, three. <laughs> I don't want to see it. 
No, I don't it's want to. It's the dubs. All right, put your clothes on. Actually, you know what? Yeah, don't put that on the desk. Now he's chasing Napier away. All right, I tell you what. Sit down. You All right, Napier, both of you guys sit down. You and Napier, sit down. Take your shirt off again, Napier. You're all sticky. We're gonna give you. We're gonna give you one more shot. And it involves both of you. Go sit right next to him, Napier. Please. We're gonna give you. You're down by like something or other, but I tell you what. I'm willing to call it all even mm-hmm. and give you the extra point. Okay? So you can change your name from Manhole. Right. I know people are already pissed on the I am. You've given them a trillion a trillion ty- uh, uh, tries. And this is the last I one. I hate vomit, all right? I deserve a million tries. Well, that's why you're getting one more. Okay. One final one. Dubs came up with this during the commercial break. And this is going to take a few things from you. Some uh, testicular fortitude. Oh. And, Can I just do that? And uh, <laughs> the ability to talk people into things. Do you want me to tell them what it is? I think you should tell them what it is. What I'm going to need you to do is talk Napier into making out with you. And you guys, no. you guys just make out for a little bit. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take Manhole. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a. Fo- <laughs> Shut up. I already said no, man. <laughs> Come on. It, actors do it. I already whacked his nipples. <laughs> actors do it all the time. It's not gay. If it's on the radio, it's not, you know it's a bit. If you guys are doing it, yeah, the open door policy after we uh, go out and hang out and drink, yeah, that'd be gay. But you're doing it on the show, so it doesn't count. This is I don't know sh- what I could possibly do to talk him into that. Just try to convince Napier. Be open to it. Just try. Just to, no, here, I, get in front of a mic. Get in front of a mic, Napier, and let him pitch it to you at least. All right. Ew. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> well, my breath is pretty bad now, so you won't enjoy it, which will make it not gay. So. See. It's, not well, it'll, it's a good I, selling point. If I said my breath was fresh, then then that would just make you enjoy it, and you don't want to enjoy it, right? I wouldn't enjoy it either way. <laughs> Dude, you gotta woo him. Compliment one of his uh, features. Yeah. What? Tell him something you like, like about him. I like him. your spiky hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as nice as mine. Come on, man. I, I have no intention of making out with this dude. <laughs> Wait till see what he has to say. He's just warming up. He's a little nervous. Yeah. Maybe he'll give you the right lines. <laughs> Why don't you make out with him, Chunks? Because that's gay. No, it's not. I bet C Lane would do it. I kiss a lot of my guy friends. I kiss a lot of my guy friends. You guys are friends? Yeah, come on. Talk him into it. It's kind of hard. I I really don't want to do it. That makes me want to do it even less. Shut up. Hey, maybe... (laughs) It's hard to talk you into it. Manhole. (laughs) Maybe you should take a a note from... Never has an intern entertained me... This much since Chunks. Sorry, Napier. You're good. You've gotten a hell of a lot better. But there's something about this uh, manhole character. <laughs> well, remember when Napier was talking about his gay experiences? I like physical contact, even craved it with men. <laughs> Try that, Napier. That might, I mean, uh, manhole, that might work on Napier. <clears throat> Ask him if it's what you crave. What I'll you take crave? manhole. No. I'll take manhole. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What do you think, manhole? Are you gonna change? Are you gonna change your name? Change your name. All you gotta do is get Napier to tongue kiss you. Just a little tongue. 
I tell you as what. you guys rub your hands uh, on each other's on. rib cage. Hold on a second. <laughs> Doesn't have to be tongue. I'll do a pick. A peck. Open mouth. Open you mouth. don't have to do nope. tongue, but it has to be a awesome. open mouth. <laughs> Will you boys do He's it? Not gonna no. Do, it doesn't matter because he doesn't want me to change my name. So that's all. He, just try. What? what can you offer this uh, this Napier? Is there anything Napier that you would like in return, maybe from Manhole? No, his name's good the way it is. A hair and tussle? I don't want to kiss him. 20 bucks? No! 30? No. <laughs> 30 butters him up a little bit. <laughs> Alright, Dubs, what if, we t- what if we lower it just a bit? I didn't think they'd kiss. Using hands? No, no, no. <laughs> 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 hmm? How about they have to give each other hickeys? No! That's Wait, not okay. kissing! Okay, I got it. I don't even want to touch All right, here's guy. a deal. The only part of you guys will be touching is your two foreheads. But what you're going to be doing, forehead to forehead, while you play with yourself, <laughs> look at each other's eyes. Why do you think of these things? Where it's does so this funny. come from? Just angrily looking at each other, <laughs> jiggling. I don't think it's even possible. Sure it is. All right. <laughs> You're missing out, brother. <laughs> You're missing out on a life experience and the changing of your He's name. He's not gonna do anything because he has no motivation. He he wants me to have my name Manhole. So, what if you force yourself on him to get make a hickey? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a girl fight. What a flabby girl fight. <laughs> you guys are going to break something. Oh, All right, stop, no, stop, stop, I stop. I got it. No, you didn't get a hickey. Get my shoulder. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> my lips touched his body. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Say it in the mic. I couldn't hear what you said. trying to kiss him. I was trying to keep him away from me. Oh, man. He backed into the corner purposely so I could so I could get to him. He wanted it. <sighs> well, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the third what is now intern number six here in the hideout since we've been in Central Florida. Four, five, six. Number seven. Manhole! No! Who was that? Who are you talking about? Oh. Hour four starts now. Thursday night in the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. That was my Wild Bill impression. Ha, 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 ha. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um... All right, so the boy Manhole lost, and he is going to be Manhole from here on out. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Nah, it's too late. Never mind. You're only here until what? All right, boys, list the specific skills and responsibilities you can now add to your resume. I'm a professional waxer. 
I could work in a salon. Napier? Phone screening. No, Napier sucks at phone screening. <laughs> I was watching it. I'm trying and to learn. one to talk. I'm trying. No, I'm trying to learn how to do it, and he's in there like chicken chicken pecking at the keyboard. Right. Doesn't know how to type. Like half a word a minute. Nice. Look at manhole coming through. Um. Explain how you perceive your internship experience will affect your academic goals, long-term career goals, etc. Napier. A lot of people won't want to hire me after listening to me on this show. Especially, Why not? Especially here at the station? Probably. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Just craziness. What about you, Manhole? <clears throat> I don't know. It's only been seven days, but... Learn how to be somebody, I guess. That's good. There you go. Very good answer. Comes in handy. Provide I know. that he will be in hideout. His he will forever for like future interns. What you guys uh, don't fully understand yet is when you do these kinds of things, you guys make yourselves uh, very. Um, you become characters, yeah, you become stars. It, all the heretics end up liking you, hence you guys get over when you guys do these things. I'd have to say manholes in the lead as far as uh, in heretics go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the interns and all that. Okay. Describe what you liked most about your internship, Napier. When uh, chicks come up and get naked. Manhole, it's only been seven days. Uh, I've got some free porn already. Nice. <laughs> Good answer. Describe what you liked least about your internship. Uh, that's pretty obvious for me, right? No. What? Say it. Uh, waxing my testicles. <laughs> it's got to be much, uh, the worst thing I've done so far. Napier. Well, you didn't make. I'd probably so. say four to me. Yeah. With the vomit and the, you know, the name and just everything that he doesn't seem like that kind of kid, but he's become it. Yeah, he's doing a good <laughs> job with it. Uh, aren't you like all your buddies at work and stuff? Like you're almost kind of a god over there now, right? Yeah, kind of. See, that's, that's it's not as cool. I mean, it's cool to talk about it and stuff, but like some people will not give it up. Like they were talking about the drink and vomit thing like all day, and yeah. then I left and my girlfriend came in at five. And then all night long, just to her, not even to me. See, that's what that's what I'm talking about. You're you become, a star. You become a star, man. <laughs> You're the topic of conversation. They always want to ask you about you, what you've done. What has this taught you about your career? You got more of one at Steak and Shake? Uh, yeah. The more I'm the more I'm here, the more that sucks. What about the industry as a whole? Um, it's a lot. It's a lot different than what I imagined. What did like. you imagine? Would you think it'd be more serious? Uh, I don't know. I you just, think we'd actually work? I thought it would be a lot more, there'd be a lot of, like, a bigger variation between on the air and off the air. But you guys are pretty much the same, like, all the time. So <laughs> even off the air when we're throwing water on chunks yeah. and we're bitten on each other, like, in the office and stuff? Yeah, it's a lot less bitty than I thought it would be. Yeah, this is, we're real, right? Yeah, yeah this yep. isn't a skit. This is us. <laughs> um, would you recommend this internship to a friend? Yes. Just so I could laugh at them when they come home. Why or why not? <laughs> Just all right. What about you, Napier? I already have. To who? Uh, a couple friends of mine who were good, uh, you know, really good fans of the show, and you know, like listening. Well, very good. J Dubs, you have any uh, thing else for the uh, for the for interns? The questions? Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a there's a pretty good uh, little list there as for uh, questions. What do you hope to do with what you learn in here? Yeah, what's your goal? To get hired? Either of you, so. Napier? I don't, I don't know. 
Find someone in an office to follow around. <laughs> I think that Manhole probably is doing this more for the fun and experience since he goes to FSU. Mm-hmm. And he's going to go back up to Tallahassee here in six weeks, and we're going to lose our biggest star. <laughs> Napier, I think, will probably be... Well, I'd be willing to have Napier around for another semester. Yeah, if I he like, wants to. I like him that much. I and, can still uh, come back and visit, though. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what Putin said. And then you got Hooch going over and hanging out with the biggest douchebag in radio. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know about that. It never quite works out that way. Well, boys, I gotta say, I'm finally happy with our uh, Orlando interns. C-Lane, Napier. Putin had potential. He kind of just got burnt out. Yeah, he worked way too much. I wish we could have Putin back, but this time, instead, it would be two, three days a week. Hooch was always awful. Uh-huh. She never really came through. Um, donkey Lips sucked so much so we kicked him out after 10 days. Mm-hmm. Gibbs was good at first, but he kind of lost it. Another one who burned out. And, and we've see, never like, seen him since. Yeah. And ever since we made him go batch in his father's sock. <laughs> God, why would you want to intern for the show? Violence of the land. Oh, boy. We made him put ham on his face while he did it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. back ham or ham? You boys. You boys are doing a good job. <clears throat> Everyone around here loves you. Go screen some phone calls and learn about podcasting. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Our four dubs. There's still a lot to get to this evening. Yeah, we, we still have plenty of stuff, actually. Uh, speaking of uh, interns, I want to play a story when we get back. Mm-hmm. This is actually something that we had done two chunks when he was an intern in Washington, D.C., and that is um, beat him with a prosthetic leg. There's a story of that actually happening uh, up in uh, some other place. I'm going to play you that audio next. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Yeah. Old school jam Thursday night. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs. Um, I found the story about the beaten leg, but also there's another one that I want to share with you. All right. Uh, one that you actually found. Uh, I'll just play it for you. And that you're jogging in a park and you come upon a bridge, but before you can cross, two men jump out and they demand money. Yeah, the men are not muggers, not exactly. They're being referred to by some tonight as modern-day trolls. That's right, trolls sort of guarding the bridge, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like something out of a child's story. Ridiculous, frankly, but it happened recently right here Ridiculous. in Colorado. Well, the bridge is along a green space bike path in Boulder. It's east of CU near Foothills Parkway and Colorado Avenue. 7 News reporter Lance Hernandez is live there tonight. Lance, so that's where the so-called trolls apparently came across the wrong guy. They certainly did. Now, one of the alleged victims was an off-duty sheriff sergeant. Now, according to police reports, the suspects apparently claimed they'd had a hit or two of acid. They also <laughs> claimed they had a marijuana cigarette, but no way to light it. So A I, marijuana cigarette. Yeah, I like that's what it is. What's this, the 50s? I know, had a marijuana, marijuana cigarette. cigarette. And no way to light it. So now what, sir? They decided to collect tolls at this bridge as a way to raise money for a lighter. Get out! What a lighter is like 99 cents yeah. at 7-Eleven? No, one of those small ones. Get, they give away free matches there. Who hangs out underneath the bridge high on acid and marijuana cigarettes? <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Let's be trolls. No. I like it more when we're unicorns. <laughs> we were trolls last week. Actually, when I was riding my bike up, he goes, um, 
He goes, oh, there's what I need. I need a prostitute to sell my drugs for me. Kina Palmer was... Uh, she has an awful, awful face and teeth. You'd be no good. She was just probably happy for the compliment. Thanks. Thanks, little guy. Oh, really? Do you think so? Isn't my ass too fat, though? Right on the bike last Thursday when she saw two men, later identified as Bradley Bowville and Robert Hibbs. One of them was yelling and swinging something. Another bicyclist asked Keenan to call police on her cell phone. Oh, I stopped to, to start doing that, but then the... Oh, this chick is hideous. Really? Yeah, she, um... She looks like she should be a zombie, like she's dead. Maybe she's a troll. Yeah. And she's just pawing it off on these two kids. With her ratty hair. A guy started running after me. I think that's hilarious. Heather Murphy reacted the way many others did when told about what happened. But for investigators, this was no laughing matter. This was quite serious. Uh, they approached, even after the deputy had identified himself as a sheriff's deputy, they approached him with golf clubs in hand. Uh, they did take a swing at his bike tire. Of course. What do you expect? A troll's just going to surrender? Yeah. You have to uh, pay the toll before you can cross that bridge. Trolls don't care if you're a cop in Boulder. No. They have sick... They have to protect that bridge. They have to get lighters. <laughs> now, what did the troll... Did it, was the troll always about protecting the bridge or just collecting money? Uh, it was about uh, answering a riddle before you could cross the bridge. Are you sure? I think so. Well, didn't you have to answer the riddle and then you could cross? Hey, did you ever have guys like that in your high school or in your middle school who would stand at the Coke machine <laughs> and then ask you for a dollar or some change? You'd be like, I don't have any. And they're like, uh, you're about to buy a Coke. Uh, you could probably give me some of that. Yeah, uh, they would. Uh, they would always stand there, um, and it was, I believe, seventy-five cents of the time. So if you put a dollar in there, hey, can I have that quarter? And I then I they don't would... have one. That was always the answer. I don't have one. It just dropped out of the machine. I know you have a quarter. According to police reports, Hibbs told the off-duty sheriff sergeant it will cost you a dollar to cross the bridge. When the sergeant refused to pay, Hibbs reportedly told his partner, "Go stab the guy." Okay. Now here's the funny thing about that. You ask for only a dollar. Yeah, it's only one buck. Give him the buck. Why don't you just ask for a ten? What is it? This cop is doing exactly the opposite of what he uh, everybody tells him to do, or he's telling everybody to do. When you're getting mugged, give up the money, and then go tell the cops. Don't refuse. He is the cops. Was he going to go tell himself? Yes. Now, that uh, off-duty officer managed to take the golf clubs from the most aggressive of the two suspects. Trolls. And then apparently had to use them to defend himself. We are told the suspects were charged with menacing and possession of a controlled substance. Live in Boulder, Lance Hernandez, 7 News. All right, so that was one about trolls. Nikki in the 321, what do you got? Yeah, I know those guys. I mean, those, one of them's my nephew, and the other one's my cousin. Are, are you, you kidding me? Yeah, no, 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 no. No kidding. All right. Uh, Tell the, me their story then. What's what's up? Well, we love that Monty Python movie, and it's just, you know like it's just a joke. I mean, they're eating mushroom caps. Nothing shall pass, and it's just kind of a deal like you know that. And it, and then everybody starts taking them seriously, and that girl is no way, in no shape or form, qualified to be a prostitute. So nobody asked her to you know sell any ass. There's no way, but you know. You know the deal. None shall right. pass. And ask me a question. Uh, we have the night to say me. Okay, here's what I found out about this family. You're all retarded. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, you should be locked up. I totally lost that call, like, uh, about 30 seconds ago. Uh, yeah, they are just playing a Monty Python, pit, uh, Python bit. I Which told... I do remember that. From, like, the Holy Grail or something. One of them. 
You're a moron, too, sir. How dare you? How dare you call up and defend the trolls? <laughs> you haven't seen this chick. You don't know if she's hideous or not. You said she was. You have to count on my play-by-play. -play. He's taking you at your word. Never do that. <laughs> All right, Dubs, here's another thing. We had the interns. Mm -hmm. Police in Burbank are super, uh, searching for a group who attacked two people Sunday night. The suspects removed a 15-year-old's prosthetic leg and used it to strike his friend. Let's get some chuckles, some yuck-yucks. A group of teenagers attack a 15-year-old boy. They take off his artificial leg and use it to attack another teen who was trying to rescue that boy. Good evening. The teen who tried to help says he was beaten so badly that he lost consciousness. This all happened in southwest suburban Burbank. ABC 7's Dan Ponce is there and joining us live with the latest. Dan. Alan and Kathy, police here in Burbank are calling this ugly confrontation, quote, just plain mean. It happened on Sunday <laughs> night, and since then... Just plain mean. There's nothing else you could call it. If you're an official or an authority in Burbank, you can't come up with better descriptions than just mean. We are officially uh, labeling this as plain mean. Oh, boy. How about, you know, uh, horrid, tragic... Shocking. A little bit funny. Means one of those words you just got to throw out of the English language. It's lost its uh, value. Yeah, they, they, it doesn't really, you know, have any power behind it anymore. 15-year-old boy is back in a wheelchair he hasn't had to use for almost three years. I was actually more sad than I was upset. I was just I sat down and curled up in a ball and I just started crying because I knew that a leg costs a lot of money and I can't get a new one. It's been almost three years since an accident involving a train left DJ Shope with only part of his left leg. Since then, he has relied on a prosthetic leg to... All right, why don't they tell the story about the accident with the train? Yeah. What could possibly happen with a train? That you only lose one of your legs, not both of them. ...get around, but after a violent confrontation with a group of unknown men, his prosthetic leg is now shattered, along with his ability to walk like a normal 15-year-old boy. This is the piece that they broke off. Without that piece, it don't hold. According to police, DJ and his friends were playing basketball in the street late Sunday night when a dark blue car sped around the corner, almost hitting one of them. They yelled at the car to slow down. DJ and his friends say the car... All right, I just got this update. Hmm. The cops... Say this case doesn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> I turned around and ran into 19-year-old Kyle Keene, knocking him oh, to the ground. Man. Actually, I think they uh, they said they have this one pegged. So <laughs> they did beat the hell out of this kid. Oh man! Then really? Six men. Yeah, he's uh, the, the video. He's torn up jumped out of the car and started beating up on the group of teens. Afraid of being beaten, DJ says he removed his leg to show them he was helpless. But police say someone in the group of attackers took the leg from DJ and used it to beat up his friend Kyle. I got hit with DJ's leg and I got knocked unconscious. I got hit right here and then when I was unconscious they kept hitting me and I just woke up in the hospital. Burbank police aren't releasing much information but they say they feel positive about the investigation. Our investigators went out and they've... Uh... Uh, picked up some leads and, and did something to follow up on. All right, they cut one of the things out that the uh, sergeant said there. Uh, he also said that this incident has kick-started a bunch of complaints about brutality. <laughs> and actually, uh, they, they mishandled some of the evidence, so it's going to limp into court. 
The family couldn't give an exact figure, but they estimate the prosthetic leg costs more than $10,000, with each individual component costing upwards of $1,000. DJ has a message for those responsible. I just want to let them know that they took a leg from a kid that only has one leg and now he can't walk, and I hope they feel sorry for them. Well, so far, the police have no suspects. In co- and now they're also worried, too, that this is going to kick off a huge crime spree. <laughs> but uh, they do have the pictures of the men, so they think they have one leg up on the matter. Custody, and if you have any information, Burbank police are asking you to get a hold of them. Now, we actually have a little bit of good news to report. Hey, uh, for this I say story. hop Since to it. hearing about it, uh, officials over at Shriners Children's Hospital on Chicago's northwest side say- Put up a sign that said, danger is afoot. <laughs> Mr. Bobo. They hope to fit DJ with a new prosthetic leg. Hopefully the story will have a good ending. Reporting live in Burbank, say ABC 7 News. Alan? Well, that indeed is positive news. Otherwise, an unconscionable story. Thank you, Dan. Well, Chicago leaders and officials... Oh, I wanted to hear about Chicago leaders. That's yeah. too bad. Oh, boy. I hear that it's going off to a nice first step, though. <laughs> oh, Joe in the 321. What do you got, Joe? Oh, it sounds like that kid's a real stand-up guy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I tell you what, that kid that stole his leg and beat mm-hmm. the other kid, that kid was a real heel. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, it's fun is what it is. <laughs> tell you what else it is. The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I would break me once. That robot. Shame on you. Break me twice. Shame on me. Back in the hideout. Brett Bushy. <laughs> I would, but he's going out of town on vacation for two uh, months. That sucks. Hey, going back to that story, uh, Bob called in and was going to say that uh, what the police are doing right now, they're trying not to step on any toes. I would rape that robot. <laughs> I think if your buddy's in need, you give it to him. <laughs> And uh, I'm not really afraid of them stepping Tommy's on any toes. Fan. Tommy's a virgin. Because they're only in the first leg of the investigation. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, to the investigators, go break a leg. Jesus, man, why are you just not thinking of these? <laughs> I don't know. I, I want you to go back and edit all these into that last segment and put it on the podcasting. <laughs> um... Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight. All right, people are pissed. Why? Because somehow you know this isn't funny, but somehow they were laughing at the crackhead gone wild. Crackheads gone wild that we had earlier. People are actually saying this isn't funny. Yeah. These little leg jokes. But they're laughing at the crackheads gone wild. <laughs> Ah, jeez. She's got horrible coordination, I hear. She's got two left feet. That's over the line. That was unnecessary. Yeah, some guy some guy gets beaten with his, with his own leg, and he's just trying to sit there kicking it. Did, I'm allowed. To... 
I think I should be exempt, though, since I've been beaten by a leg, too. It's like Matt being able to use the N-word, you know, because he's black. I should be able to make these jokes. I've been beaten by a leg. That is true. We actually beat Chunks with a prosthetic leg. We heard you, too. Rob in the 407. You know, I don't feel bad for this kid. You know, his whole life he was told to stand on his own two feet. <laughs> I tell you what, this kid should pull himself up by his bootstrap. <laughs> bootstrap. <laughs> I mean, come on. He puts his pants on one leg at a time. Why? What's our problem? Seriously. What issue do we have with ourselves? Here's the big issue whenever you've always been through one traumatic thing. You always got to take it one step at a time when you're getting back mentally. Those well, powers are for awesome. Well, I mean, no matter what you do, you can't half-step it. All right, now you're reaching. He's got to kind of shake a leg. Um, Soft says, we're laughing with the kid, not Adam. That's why it's okay. And that's true. Did you ever have a friend or anything that had a prosthetic? Uh, no, but uh, I was at a concert one time, and uh, a kid got his leg ripped off of him. And, it, and he was laughing, bouncing after the kid. What concert? Pinching the 407. Hey, I wonder if this guy could get a job at the IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, maybe a <laughs> call of the year. Maybe a new job will put a spring in his step. Oh, Jesus. When when they came to take his leg, they just stole the shoe. <laughs> X-Con in the 870. X-Con, go. Yeah, man, I just want to say they need to get all the best investigators in town, get them all in one room so they can kick around a few ideas. <laughs> <laughs> talking about this is fun right here this is what the hideout's all about just jokes we don't really know the kid <laughs> oh no anti-man the 407 has something on this yeah um i don't know if you heard about the rumor the kids getting kicked out of school <laughs> oh why kick him out of school that's not <laughs> <laughs> I got one left foot. <laughs> All right, Dubs. I figure we should probably move on. Why? <laughs> Mr. Brookman, the 407. F.A. Dubs, you know, the, the thing with these muggers is you got to be tough right off the bat. If you give them an inch, they'll take a foot. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Now that everything has gone on with these muggers, they're knee deep in it.
Again, a kid in, uh, I guess, the Chicago area had his prosthetic leg ripped from him, and then his friend was beaten with it. (laughs) She's got leg. Chronic Heretic wants to know if his favorite movie was My Left Foot with Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> um, Alright, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Tim in the 407. Hey, you guys missed it. He was the one-legged man in the ass-kicking contest. <laughs> but he did get his ass kicked. Yeah. He was just a spectator. Jeff in the 407. Yeah, we're just curious whether it kept that extra leg in the footlocker. <laughs> Giant Brian says, I bet he's kicking himself now for yelling at that car. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, folks. You're on fire tonight. Good job, heretics. The phones are lit up right now, so... You want me to replay the story? Yeah. Let me go find the story again. Ah. <clears throat> uh, again, this kid. This poor, poor kid. Got beaten when a uh, when his prosthetic was taken off of him. I think when he goes shopping, he uh, he looks for Ked. It's funny because when I look, when I have to, I have to, I type in beaten mm. leg in Google News so I can find the news story. Captain Orlando in the 407, what do you got? Hello, boys. we got to remember we can't let crime get a leg up. If it does, it'll get a toehold and it'll make <laughs> heels out of all of us. <laughs> Tree in the 352. Hey, uh, Tree in 352, go ahead. Yo, what's up, guys? Go. Hey, the cop said that once they catch these muggers, the shoe will be on the other foot. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with us? We like to laugh. That's what's wrong with us. And you're helping. So proud. Joe in the 407. You guys are jerks kicking a guy when you're out. <laughs> a nice special. Friday. Sorry. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard I actually hit the button. 16-year-old boy, they take off his artificial leg and use dicks. A group of teenagers attack a 15-year-old boy. They take off his artificial leg and use it to attack another teen who was trying to rescue that boy. Good evening. The teen who tried to help says he was beaten so badly that he lost consciousness. This all happened in southwest suburban Burbank. ABC 7's Dan Ponce is there and joining us live with the latest. Dan. Alan and Kathy, police here in Burbank are calling this ugly confrontation, quote, just plain mean. It happened on Sunday night, and since then, a 15-year-old boy is back in a wheelchair Uh, he hasn't had to use for almost three years. 
Remember, Kicks for Guns is going on uh, Friday, July 28th at 7 a.m. till noon. At the Citrus Bowl. Turn on a firearm, get a pair of high-end tennis shoes, or if you only need one, tennis shoe. <laughs> for this boy, it'd be Kick for Guns. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, you know what? We froze up the computer. Did we? We froze up the computer. Son of a bitch. With all our laughing and fun. All of our ha-ha and jokes. All the yuck-yucks. All over this poor kid. Let's go to uh, Mark in the 407. Mark, go ahead. Hey, is his mom's name Eileen? <laughs> <laughs> Chronic Heretic wants to know if when he was getting ready for school, did his mom say, shake a leg? We gotta go. Gotta get out the door. Shake a leg. Well, shake a leg or you're gonna end up in boot camp. <laughs> I would... You could have a real good joke. Rob in the 321. Don't you guys think it's time to watch your step? <laughs> yeah, we may be going too far with this one. Alright, we'll take a break. 30 minutes laughing at this poor kid's probably good enough to hide out. Any more you want to go to? Uh, they're being screened right now, so we may come back. <laughs> All right, we may finish out the night then. Picking on this poor kid. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Can't touch this. Yeah, I have a dream. Welcome back to the hideout, wrapping it up on a Thursday night. Very strong finish to the show. We're talking about this. Uh... Yeah, let me reset for you. Okay. Burbank police searching for a group of teenagers who attacked two people Sunday night. The suspects removed a 15-year-old's prosthetic leg and used it to strike his friend. Yeah, they really put the boot to him. <laughs> Bobo says, those assailants have no soul. S O L E. Chester in the 407. Yeah, I guess his favorite camera's got to be a Polaroid one step. <laughs> and his favorite TV show, Step by Step. He only likes the first half of it, though. Napier, you want to hop in? Well, if he wasn't willing to step up to the challenge, he shouldn't have <laughs> went toe to toe with these guys. Napier. There you go, Napier. Nice. Bong Swat Matt. What you got, Bong Swat? You there, Bong Swat? Well, this is Walt. Oh, Walt. Go ahead, Walt. Sorry. Uh, no, this, kid, this kid was known for putting his foot in his mouth, I, I heard. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but the I, problem. You know, but they, the, on the investigation, my family and I were listening to that, and we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know? <laughs> yep, there's got to be. Got to be. Let's try Bong Spot again. Hey, what's up, guys? Mm-hmm. The police asked him if he recognized any of the attackers, and he told me he was completely stumped. <laughs> <laughs> That along with the IHOP call winner. I think we're towing the line on this one. All right. Uh, Mugshot in the 407. Mugshot, go. 
Yeah, I'm worried about his friend's medical bills. Who's going to foot the bill? <laughs> you think if they'd have practiced the three-legged race, they could have gotten away? <laughs> uh, who's going to fit the bill? Dorkzilla in the 407. You know, we got to find these muggers. we got to sock it to them because they got no soul. And let me tell you something. That shoe business. <laughs> D-Rock in the 407. Yeah, I heard he actually had a history of uh, yelling at passing cars. Uh, it's kind of his Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> Steve at the 321. Yes. Hey, you guys are on the last leg with me. Oh, come on. Don't hate us. Come on. <laughs> Just on the last leg. Hmm. Matt in the 352. Hey, Matt. Yeah, I heard this happen right in front of the studio where they record Bobby Allen show kicking it. <laughs> Something about kicking it. <laughs> Jose. I actually saw this kid at the community pool. He was swimming in circles. <laughs> All right, that's not nice. That and everything. You just pick it on the kid now. Go ahead. You guys shouldn't make fun of this guy. You know, if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think. <laughs> oh, Napier. Yeah. Coming through. Just step it up to the plate, yes. I, I mean, you shouldn't make judgments till you walk a mile in his shoe. <laughs> Good job, everybody. I'm so proud. Still lighting up. And someone else? Oh, Chunk's on the phone. Good. Just hanging out. Now, here's the thing. We've given him a lot of crap. I want to give him a little credit. People hate Matt Albert. But this is why I have him around. He started this whole little mm -hmm. slide into depravity. And this is why he I keep him around for potential. Just like the reasons like this. Why blame me? <laughs> J-Man. What do you got, J-Man? So yeah, um, I was just wondering, are you guys pulling my leg about this? No, it, I mean, it happened. This, this guy is probably worse. you know, harder than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. All right, no, it happened. We're not pulling your leg. Mike. <laughs> That's good enough. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, man, what do you call a kid that just got beat up by his own leg? What? Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Carl, go. You. Hey, if the shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> Absolutely. I heard his oh. favorite commercial jingle was Step Into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Chronic heretic coming through. Rob. Hey. Mm hmm. Hey, that kid obviously didn't stretch because he pulled a hammy. It's <laughs> right off. <laughs> Someone else actually pulled the hammy. Oh, boy. Very good. Very I good. Kudos, Central Florida. Very good job. Then we all come together in the hideout for that. Good fun. Not hurting anybody's feelings. No. Just good old-fashioned fun. All right, J-Dubs, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think that's enough yeah, well, one-leg jokes. It's only been about 40 45 minutes. 45 yeah. yeah. No big deal. Uh, some other quick stories. K-Fed, mm -hmm. the clown. Um, apparently, he will come to your party for $20,000. Really? $20,000, he'll show up at your party. Do you believe him? I could assume for $20,000. Joey, what do you have to say about that? Joey, go. 
I just want to say when it comes to suspects in this case, I heard the police were really stumped. Yeah, that was kind of a play up the other one, but I hear you. Um, here's another thing really quickly, Dubs, I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Tape, girl, uh, tape shows girl 10 was assaulted at restaurant. Police are looking for a man who molested a 10-year-old girl at a Chuck E. Cheese in Torrance. Apparently, they captured him on a surveillance tape. She was standing in line with her younger brother to redeem game tickets for prizes. Oh, gee, how low. So uh, this kid's waiting to uh, redeem their prize. You know, when you do these things, you get all these little tickets to come out of the machine, and, and then you can go win a prize, and she's getting grinded. Yeah. She felt something rubbing against her, <laughs> and the man was uh, smiling. That's third leg. <laughs> Tie it all together. <laughs> Don't start jokes on that one. <laughs> the girl moved away, but the man shifted with her again and did it again. Police say uh, he was in the restaurant for 10 to 15 minutes. Actually, no, 15 to 20 minutes, according to Voody, uh, video surveillance footage. Just she's watching saying, children. So you think she should have stood up for herself? <laughs> 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 This guy must have really stood out, though. Put a foot down. <laughs> Be a stand-up guy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, even if he's still in jail, Step the problem back. is he's still standing. <laughs> Alrighty. This is why at the end of every show I say, don't be ashamed to entertain. Right here. Right here. This is a good show. Show. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right, here, let's run down some of the stuff. Chunks, when are we going to be able to make it? In, oh, I guess not till next week. Yeah. Getting you caught up on everything that went on tonight. Um, Manhole lost the challenge, so his name will now be Manhole for the rest Aww. of his radio career. Uh, we made fun of a kid that had his friend beaten by a leg for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. We started off the show yelling at each other over the crackhead, g- crackheads gone wild. Been a packed show tonight, actually. A Chunk, lot of fun. Chunks Fat Man, Tommy's uh, TV Top 20. If you missed that, go to realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. And this is something I've noticed about the show. What is it? Monday nights tend to be okay. Mm-hmm. But it takes like a, a day up. To, to get back into it. Tuesday is good. Wednesday's good. Thursday's always in this show kick ass. Everybody's uh, in the flow, having a good time. Have you ever noticed, though, that Fridays were just like, ah. <laughs> We're dead. Can't we just replay Thursday's show? What, Napier? I was just thinking, I'd be a lot better on this show if I didn't stumble over my words. All right. You know, <laughs> the fact. No, that was too much, yeah. Napier, you had the chance to go out on top, mm-hmm. and you blow it. Pushed it too far. Eh. I'm really kicking myself for that. <laughs> Stop it. All right. You know what? <laughs> He's back. He's back in the good graces. <laughs> hey, Dubs, let's work really hard tomorrow to, uh, to make sure the Friday show's on par. I mean, they're good shows, but yeah. I want to make it to be great. And I met in the 407. You know, when it comes down to it, I don't respect that kid. He doesn't stand for nothing. <laughs> That's one of the funniest people in Central Florida right there, anti Matt. 
Blaze well, anti-Mac. All right. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout back at 7. We're stepping out. Don't be ashamed. You entertained. Listening to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody. Always talk good. And God bless, King Dude. Question everything. Stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.